theme is only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. You're listening to The Godless Revolution. Rawr. Today we're going to talk about some <laughs> politics with some Catherine bitch. We also got <laughs> Carly some... Fiorina Carly. tries to pander to both Christians and atheists. Yeah, or, or that's Catherine. what it was. You can call her whatever you want. Kathy. <laughs> we, we don't know her name. <laughs> Matt's going to get angry at something already. I'm going to try not to. The Duggars. Duggars. Yeah, from the uh, Touch Little Children Network. Oh, yes. yeah. TLC. Fuck a bunch of Duggars. And uh, whatever else we want to get to. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, not torture. Touch, also not touching. I am, I am <laughs> dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. Obama! <laughs> that made me grin and giggle like through the whole fucking thing. That, that is our awesome new intro. It's been put together by our very own meow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very nicely done, awesome. meow. Well done. Well done on the uh, on the. Uh... <laughs> that was funny. I wasn't expecting that at all. I don't think anyone was. Uh... That made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, meow. <laughs> Should we hit some mu- news, meow? <laughs> right <Muse>. about meow. <laughs> it's a new game all the kids are playing. <laughs> so, I'm I'm Dan. We're we're joined by meow. <laughs> no, I'm Ryan. <laughs> we don't have a guest in studio with us tonight. Uh, another hostful episode. A hostful episode. Probably extra ranty and ridiculous and silly. Very hostful. Very. I I plan to rant a little bit about stupid goddamn Carly Fiorna. Fi- <laughs> Catherine. We Catherine. cannot get her name right. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> is it safe to say she's not going to win? Nobody even knows who she is. Oh, we're, we're just going to call her Cat for short. Carly Fiorina, I believe it is. Well, the Republican field is just getting larger. And oh, it, yeah. it's, ab- it's totally absurd. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like it's like a clown car of stupid. Yeah, they just keep piling up. I, I want to run too. I'm and, gonna run. And I'm none run. of them Yay. are are even close to rational. No, I mean it's Ted <laughs> no. Cruz, Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Carly Fiorina. Who else is in the mix? Well, Rick Perry isn't yet, but I know he's going to be Perry planning to run. Yeah, they're all Bobby fucking, Jindal. Yeah, Jindal. Yeah, fucking Scott. Not, yeah, not, not they're, Walker. They're, they're all of them are nutbags. Scott I mean, Walker, yeah. Did he throw his hat in? I yeah, thought he did. Plans to run, yeah. I was wondering if Paul Ryan's going to throw his hat in too. Both fuckheads from Wisconsin. I don't think Paul Ryan yeah, will. He hasn't. He hasn't made any announcement. He doesn't seem like he's been hitting the trail. Did you hear their newest efforts to make Wisconsin dumb now? Since we're pretty smart right now. Well, you have to be smart to be a serial killer, at least for a little while, right? <laughs> at least for a little bit. <laughs> uh, they want to make it so you no longer have to have a teaching license to teach. Oh, uh, yeah? Of course they do. So just anybody can do you it. You could be a high school dropout. As long as the high school that you want to teach at thinks you're capable of it, it's almost you got a job. like that now. 
But no, but you are required to have so <laughs> yeah, many no, I, licenses I, I, and right, all that kind right, of stuff. Right. And it gets rid of all that. So people have basically spent uh, all their time so, getting an education, going through and going through the whole licensing process and paying for that. So go to the Why village home for nothing. School. Why in the name of sweet fuck would they think that's a good idea? Homeschooling. Uh, so they can teach religion and shit. I got no idea why well, they, they would still think. wouldn't be able to. But right? like, yeah, but what is their? What are the justifications their, for doing it? So like, you can hire anyone you want, so you don't have to be a licensed teacher. I have no fucking clue. Why it's is just, that at all a good idea? I don't know. <laughs> I, have, I don't know. I, people are in jail right now for not having a fishing license. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd invite them to jail for that. <laughs> Serious. I'd invite them to jail for that. <laughs> for not having a fishing license? Well, no, he, but I mean, that's a law. Yeah. You have to have a license to cut hair, do nails. Yeah. Like, why would teaching not be uh, at yeah. least as important? They only spend more time with your fucking kids than you do. <laughs> right. Yeah, for the most formative years. God. Why? I, and I, I remember a sixth grade teacher I had that we were built. We were making cardboard models of pyramids, and she would not let me finish the project because I told her that pyramids have four sides and not three. She was trying to get everybody to build three-sided pyramids. How the fuck does that work? I don't know. It was really much more difficult than it should have been. Yeah. And I was trying to explain that they're on a square base. And she's like, I've been to Egypt. I've walked around them. And I said, well, you didn't walk all the way around. And I was in the principal's office. You only walked around three sides, apparently. (laughs) I mean, so it's already that bad. This side looks just like the other two. I guess I can go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I didn't pay for the camel for this long. (laughs) Uh, well, it's it's a triangle. Obviously, it, it only three has three sides. sides. Uh, anyway, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I think if anything, the standards need to be raised. Yeah, or not raised, but just you know, actually yeah, have a physical like this. Boom, standard. These are the licenses you have to have in order to be a teacher and you gotta keep up on those licenses well yeah like i said i'm still curious to know what why like who proposed this and why do they think oh, it's it was a good republicans idea? well clearly <laughs> yeah but why do they think this is a good idea well, do you know they just slashed all teacher benefits yeah so teachers that already are going through the schooling and getting the education are like now i have no benefits whatsoever I, my pay just got slashed why the fuck would i want to do this job so it sounds like they so i could be totally off base here so I probably am off base, but this is just my guess. So they cut all of these uh, benefits for the teachers, yeah. right? And then I would guess that it's really hard to find new people who want to be fucking teachers. Pretty yeah. much. So then they're like, oh, well, we'll just do away with all of these qualifications then. So it's that easier way, to find people that want to be that teachers. That way we can increase the pool of applicants, yeah. right? Well, not only that, but it's like, oh, you're uneducated? We'll, we'll only pay you $8 an hour. Oh, you're educated? Well, I guess we can pay you 13 but we're only going to hire one of you educated fucks. This is so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. Republican I mean, uh, politics in effect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless unless they're planning on teaching them how to cook meth, I don't see how this is going to be effective at all. <laughs> I think Wisconsin is heroin. I may not have book smarts, but I got street smarts. <laughs> Y'all want to know how to talk a prostitute down in price? <laughs> All you have to, you just show her your human skin lampshade and she'll comply. Let's play stock market. Johnny sold five dime bags. How much did he get? <laughs> On today's current price of weed. What's a dime bag? Dime bag? <laughs> dime bag. So, that, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not totally surprised with what's been happening in Wisconsin lately. Oh, I haven't been there for 13 years, so. I feel like we were going somewhere with that, and then 
I did something to stop it from going anywhere. Oh, we're just listing all the Republicans that are starting to run because we're talking about Kate. Oh, right. We were talking about Catherine. Kate, Kate. Cat, Catherine. <laughs> Kitty Cat. Car, Carl something. Fiorna or whatever Carl, you said. Carl Fiery something. I don't know. Carl Fiery. Yeah, she's fucking stupid, right? So you have Carly Fiorina who has said that she's going to run for... Because she ran a she wants to giant run on the, company so well. He wants to run on the Republican ticket. And plans to do this and, you know, talks up her credentials as CEO and, you know, a tech leader and blah, 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 all the fucking yeah. time. So I have this somewhat masochistic thing that I do every Sunday where I watch the Sunday news programs. I watch... Uh, the NBC one with Chuck Todd, and I watched Fox News one. Fox and, and Friends? No, it's it's with fucking Chris Wallace. Oh, okay. Who's like the biggest fucking douchebag. Like, if anybody could be more partisan as a news reporter, I they would have to be like fucking Sean Hannity or somebody. I mean, like, Riley, Megan to, to, Kelly, try to, to try to... Steve Ducey. Oh, man. Well, any of them. Well, and, you know, he, he tries to play this whole thing of, well, I'm just asking questions yeah. here and whatever. But all of his fucking comments betray exactly what he thinks yeah. about things. Well, right? what, he is not at all unbiased in anything. That's the Fox News tactic. Oh. We're just asking questions, and and Bill O'Reilly is also the guy that'll tell you he's not Republican. He's 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 listed as independent. I'm like, you get to fucking put that down yourself, you yeah. stupid fuck. Does Obama <laughs> fuck goats and touch children? I'm just asking questions yeah, exactly. here. Yes. <laughs> Faux news. <laughs> but so 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 I I do this every Sunday. Well, not every. I mean, most every Sunday. If I'm too hungover, have something else going on, I don't. But whatever. Uh, if I'm too hungover, I usually just fall asleep trying to do it. Um, but so Carly Fior Carly Fiorina is on Fox News this past Sunday, and she's talking about entering the race and and why she thinks she's good. And then, of course, to pander to all of the Christians in the audience, she says some really fucking dumb shit. She said, <laughs> nice. Nicely put. <laughs> That's how you pander to Christians in the audience. You say some really fucking dumb shit. So she said one of the reasons that she refound a personal relationship with Jesus Christ was through science. Hmm. You know, as if mm -hmm. that comment makes any fucking no. sense at all. Like, she refound him... She refound her relationship with Jesus through, through science. science. Yeah, because I'm and, looking but, for the science yet. But that's but she also listed that as a reason, not a means to an end, right? It's one of, it's like the just the grammar of it was fucking terrible. That pissed me off initially. <laughs> but then, <laughs> then she went on to expose just how fucking ignorant she is about the science behind GPS technology. You know, the science that she used to refine her relationship with Jesus because she 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 made this metaphor about how you know she refound Jesus and then it it got her thinking about the wonderful technology in the yeah. world and she said quote human beings have created a GPS system that can keep track of billions of moving objects and provide very precise instructions to all of them and so it occurred to me that if human beings can do that Certainly God understands what's going on in each of our lives, and he answers those prayers that he should. 
so those GPS satellites are telling my car where to go when it's on that screen in my GPS? No, they're not. What? She's fucking stupid. This woman ran one of the largest tech companies in the yeah. world, basically into the fucking ground yeah, she before she up. was fired. Right? But so she was the head of this giant technology company and has no fucking clue, apparently, how how the science behind GPS works. You know, it's only been available for the public for the last 15 fucking years. And her company probably has a few in outer space. <laughs> and they probably make all kinds of products that have GPS-enabled yes. things on in them. them. Yeah. <laughs> for the company that she ran, for technology that's now 15 fucking years yeah. old available to the mass public, and she has no fucking clue how it works. GPS does not keep track of anything. There are 30 GPS satellites orbiting the Earth. At any given point in time, you as a, as a person on the face of the planet have direct line of sight to no less than four GPS satellites. You need four. You could, you could do three, three that would tell you, that would give you a two-dimensional information, information plot about where you are. Mm -hmm. Right? If you figure, well, I won't go into, into too much detail, but they don't, they don't keep track of you. You keep track of them, or your device keeps track of them. You need three, at least, to triangulate, try, to triangulate you. A three to a triangulate? In, I know, <laughs> it's weird. Unless it's a pyramid, and then, <laughs> then you need four. <laughs> For height. That's nice. Yeah. With a fourth one, you get altitude. Mm -hmm. Right? So anywhere on the on the planet that you are, you have line of sight to at a minimum of four GPS satellites. I think generally when I'm out golfing and I check, I I can see or my device can see between six and nine. Yeah. Um, she needs to take a land navigation class. She'll learn exactly how rudimentary GPS work is. Like yeah, but shooting but, an azimuth. Even even if she had a full understanding of 20th century techno technology and electronics. It's it's not like the Jesus character she's talking about was a fucking chemist, right? At best, he was a near prehistoric cave Jew carpenter. What's that's Jesus? <laughs> and, and we're talking about Jesus's father here. Talking about what, what, Jesus. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> this still doesn't get you anywhere near that. No, I think what she's equating it. She's saying GPS is God. It's 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 a metaphor, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, it's a fucking terrible yeah, one. saying it's, that if we can create something metaphor. that can control everything on Earth, then right. why can't there be a God? I failed on so many fucking levels. Like, I'm a tech guy, right? I work in computers. I, I'm a database administrator. I love technology. I'm My email address is Techie Dan, right? That's, that's fucking... I love technology and that shit. That means it's so. And so... <laughs> so when I see... Right, I, I, my qualifications are as good as Carly Fiorino's. Who ran a fucking tech company? <laughs> but when I see somebody who ran a tech company and is trying to use an argument from being knowledgeable in science and then gets every fucking bit of it wrong, it just fucking yeah. kills me. I mean, she should know better. Like I said, this has been around for fifteen fucking yeah. years. She led a giant tech company, and she's going on national fucking news to open her gob and talk about something and try to make it relatable to to the to the general public and she gets every fucking bit of it wrong. Yeah, I, it, it struck me as she's trying to play both sides of this and I think the non-religious or the more scientifically minded people are having absolutely none of it anyway. But I think the ultra religious who are 
scientifically illiterate are just eating it up. Oh, yeah. Because because she's given herself some sort of pseudo-credibility about, well, I've been on the other side, like Kirk Cameron's kind of thing, and, and I understand how that's so wrong, and here's why I can give you guys some scientific-sounding information or why Jesus is God. Let me make it homey but scientifically relevant at the right. same time. Right. Like, I was listening to Kitty Cat on the news the other day, and she said that GPS is just like God. Well, see, us on Earth. And it bothered me, like, <laughs> you mentioned that, you know, she's trying to have it both ways and, and say that she's been to the other side and has seen, you know, that, that God is a better way or whatever. And, and when I watched it, that wasn't the impression I got. I got the impression that she was trying to pander to those who are not religious or are less religious, even you know that she like, was trying I know how to, you feel yeah she was trying to say no i'm down with the science bro i'm down with the science <laughs> i don't know what it is but, but i'm you down can with still it be religious and the science can sometimes lead you to religion yeah. and the part that bothered me maybe more than anything else is that she uses bad science and the misunderstanding of it to say that this misunderstanding of her bad science is what led her to her current understanding of God. And it's like, <laughs> right. you've got bad fucking GPS yeah. directions to God, and you're saying that they're what saved you. And Well, not, o- not only is it a misunderstanding of science that led her to God, but it's a misunderstanding of how you get to God from what I hear from the right anyway. Because it's <laughs> well, not an intellectual argument. They talk mm-hmm. about that all the time. It's, no. it's, it's, it's something else, some unquantifiable, mysterious... Uh, ethereal experience that leads you to God. So, so on both accounts, she well, fails miserably. So say it's like when I was at work Every watching account. Cosmos, and the religious guy next to me goes, "Isn't all this stuff that God did really cool?" I'm like, right. "No, dude, this this isn't. God didn't do this. This isn't your God. They didn't talk about cool. Well, well, I mean, you can assert it all you want, but yeah. I mean, no, no God required. Science is in the business of explaining what." we think is the best explanation for what yeah. we know in the natural world. So if you want to, if you want to posit supernatural explanations, fine. And if anything, you have no rational, verif- you have no rational reason to yeah. believe that that's the case. Science isn't, Oh yeah. You uh, can't uh, be uh, rationally justified. And in I, thinking science that. isn't an idea. Science is a process. It's a process. Yeah. So it's a method. Yes. So everybody's like, oh, you, you, you just pray to your it's God, not, science not, of God. It's not a method, Wisconsin. No, that's crackhead. Oh, crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> they just get it straight. We get, they get offended. You don't want to offend a crackhead. Yeah. No, I just, yeah, they'll end up, they'll end up wiping out teachers. No, Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. No, like I, when I, when I saw her make this incredibly fucking ignorant statement on, on the Fox News, I had to pause it. And then again, exercising that bit of masochist in me. <laughs> Had to rewind it and replay it over yeah. and over and over until I could type out her quote on my phone as I'm sitting there, which isn't the easiest thing in the world. And then she kind of sped up the way, she, you know, the the. the does your phone? Which, does your phone have Jesus PS? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus PS. That's like the end of a prayer. <laughs> That's and what GPS stands for. Help me. God's prayer service. Oh, <laughs> it's only got a few holes in the map. <laughs> Africa and you may have to wait oh. for a really fucking long time for it to happen yeah, yeah it's never gonna if it goes away it's never gonna return so was it last week I think I, I might have mentioned last week that I that I that I blame the floods in Texas on Rick Perry right yeah. yes <laughs> so so somebody so somebody this oh. week made posted a link where Glenn Beck actually ties in that Rick Perry and Cause. his and his prayer calls have solved the drought problem in Texas. 
<sighs> I was like, oh. And, and then, I called that like a week ago, like <laughs> Glenn Beck. I knew there was going to be some kind of fucking nut job to crawl out of the woodwork and, 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 they're always, and say that God answered the prayers. They're always so amazed that we get rain in the spring. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't it weird? And It's also, like, hey, we were in a drought, but then we got this rain we prayed for. It's like, it's fucking springtime, dude. That's what it does. I think the big... I and think, how many fucking years later is it? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, there's that. And, and yeah, I think the bigger point, though, is that this, quote, new atheism, right, where we just, we we don't shut up like they like we used to, like they want us to. Yeah. If we weren't in the, in the, the crosshairs of the religious people at this point, then those motherfuckers would be fighting against each other just like they've done for fucking centuries. Yeah. Not the Mormons like Glenn Beck, because it's only been around for 150 years. But <laughs> still they're, not even the, they're not even the same brand of God. Right? Like, so why is he praising Rick Perry for his prayers? Did your prayers do nothing, Glenn Beck? Well, he but, said he went to I mean, Idaho. I don't understand this. Yeah. He said he went up to Idaho, the motherland, to uh, <laughs> do do. They did some fasting and stuff, and they're they're praying. And when he got there, the whole place just sopped and wet with rain. It's like, mm. yeah, it's rained for two weeks. Guess what? In a month from now, it's gonna be dry as fucking shit again, and in a drought. Right, and when just I go to Alaska, you, guess what? There's going to be fucking snow. Now, if you go to Alaska and they got fucking palm trees and shit going on, I'd be like, this is not right. 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 That would be something to write home about. Yeah, but every spring, we get a lot of rain. Come July time frame, it's dry as and, fucking and, shit. And, and guess what, Mr. Beck and Mr. Perry? Yes. The scientists have been talking about erratic and more extreme weather patterns for decades. Mm -hmm. That was the other for thing he decades. said. decades. That was the other thing he said. He's like, well... All these scientists blame global all the droughts on global warming, and then it rains a whole lot, and they blame that on global warming too. It's like, yes, yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, it is <laughs> exactly uh, right. A shitload more of rain that we normally get is change. Yes, you a shitload less patterns. of rain is another change. And extreme weather patterns. Yes, that's exactly right. It used to fall in the middle. So I think <laughs> I think one of I think one of the missteps of the whole global warming debate is that they've. Is that they initially called it global warming? Yeah, which it is, but you know, then then that opens it up to some asshole sitting yeah. in Washington D.C. throwing a snowball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some fucking, yeah. some fucking Congress member wandering on, you know, stumbling his way. That was Inhofe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fucking stumbling into the hall and throwing yeah. a snowball at somebody and going global warming my ass. Look, there's got to be a little bit of leeway. I mean, climate climate scientists are not marketers. Right. So what they're talking about is a trend over a long period of time, whatever period they're measuring. And yeah. to, to them, that's, that encompasses the entire earth. So it's global. Mm -hmm. And the trend is to, is to an increase of temperature due to greenhouse gases. So it's warming. So it's global warming. But yeah. the problem is coming out and saying that they didn't expect all of these hyper religious fucking republicards to take that as, oh, well, fucking, that means Alaska is going to be 85 degrees in January from here fucking on out. Perfect. And when it's not, we get to criticize their science. So then, then they made a revision to that and started saying global mm -hmm. climate change uh -huh. to make it more, uh, to make it easier to palate for the general masses, the lay people. And then 
the Republicards turned around and, and said, Mon- ah, yeah. they've changed their mind. See, science can't agree on anything. They're fucking wrong. God wins again. We're trying to make it more descriptive for you yeah. fucking knuckle-dragging bastards yes, out that, here. and that's the problem. Yeah. That's and exactly I, the problem. I, I listened to, a, I think it was a TED Talk where a guy was talking about global climate change. He's going through showing him, doing his photos of like, this This is the change that's happened in the past five years. It's just me photographing these places and showing you uh, the receding ice caps. And he's going, the thing isn't that, like, yeah, this this happens. There's a cycle. We go through melting and freezing and melting and freezing. But if you melt it all, there's nothing left to refreeze it with. Right. Because right. if, if we destroy those ice caps to a certain point where they can't recover, they're gone. Yeah. And we're melting there's, more and refreezing yeah, less. Every fucking yeah. so, so if we keep so doing that, roll goes, coal. there yeah. is a, a, a no-go. It's like when, when you think, once you get beyond that point, you're fucked. Yeah. There's no yeah. coming back. You cannot just freeze that ice again. It's it's done. It's over. Yeah, and then all you fuckers can get on your knees and pray to Jesus and hopefully that well, he then, solves it because he's the only one who can, right? But guess what? He hasn't yet and he never fucking will. It's just evidence that Jesus is going to come back any day now. He's going to flood that earth. Yeah, any day for the last 2,000 years. You know, Matthew, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's meow. Me, it's Meowthew. <laughs> Meowthew. I'm sorry, <laughs> Meowthew, but your faith is just really disturbing me that, you know, you can't just think that you're going <laughs> to pray to Jesus and it'll solve everything because it will. I pray twice because I got extra faith. <laughs> right. Well, then Muslims, they pray, what, is it five times a day? Five times a day. They're super faithful. Yeah. They're just mm. praying to the wrong goddamn God. They're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they're still better than atheists, which is which blows my mind, too, because wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the same? Wouldn't you praying would to the so. wrong God be the exact equivalent of praying to none? You would think it would be worse. Wouldn't I guess it? it depends on your God. If... if it, it it totally depends on your god but i mean yeah. but i mean but as far as effect on the thing you're trying to pray for wouldn't praying to the wrong god right who in effect is non-existent it's wrong yeah or praying to none it's the same thing right so so why, why are we yes. so much yeah. worse yeah, yeah why, are, well, why in their eyes anyway while we brought up the word muslim really quick uh what do you guys think about the guy who had that draw muhammad protest going on in arizona the biker dude with mm. the bring your guns and all of that yeah, and had the guys that were outside hanging out the mosque. outside the mosque Sorry, with their hit the litter box <laughs> <laughs> that were wearing uh, uh, Aryan t-shirts and stuff with the lightning bolts on it, and they everything. were wearing Aryan t-shirts. Dude, they had quite a few photos of guys with rifles slung over their backs with the lightning bolts on their chest. Oh Jesus! Like the SS lightning yes, bolts. Yes, like the SS oh, lightning bolts. Oh man! So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, if you want to uh, do your First Amendment thing I hadn't and seen do those your draw Mohammed Day thing. No fucking problem. But when you start showing up at a mosque with fucking guns, with people that are wearing extremely racist things, I'm like, now you're going, now you're going into a hate realm to me. Yeah. I'm like, I know they view it as hateful for someone to depict Muhammad. We think it's funny because it doesn't have a, we don't think it has an effect. But when you're doing that in your own little place, doing it, I know they got shot up there in Texas. That was fucked up. But when you come to their mosque, to have a draw Muhammad day at their mosque across the street from it, you come fucking armed. I'm like, now you're kind of getting what else a can we do to message. try to piss these people off? And then the guy's like, now I got to go into hiding because people want to kill me and shit. So I want five million dollars. <laughs> Please donate to my GoFundMe. This this was a totally unexpected result. <laughs> it was like I I, I knew it was going to happen. I had to stand up my First Amendment. I'm like, there's standing up to your First Amendment rights, and then they're showing up and trying to physically so intimidate them. So wait, he said he knew it was going to happen. Apparently, he's just really really bad at planning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I'm gonna do this. 
Wait, I got no money. I knew it was going to happen. I couldn't plan much because I had to go yeah. to the ammo store. In, and you in, know how busy that place was yeah. after I threw out this call for everybody yep. to bring their fucking weapons. And he had to make his fuck Islam shirt. <laughs> Uh, I would wear a fuck Islam shirt. I mean, I got no problem with that either. But the the thing that also happened was there's a huge counter protest that I came out too. Wear, I would not wear a shirt, however, with SS lightning no! bolts. No, <laughs> and that that guy's picture was plastered all over the fucking news. This guy and he had red SS lightning bolts on his shirt with his fucking gun, shaved head. I'm like, dude, that guy looks totally fucking Aryan. <laughs> but then there's a whole nother counter protest. Clearly, he's part of the master race. He was there like, hey, let's be peaceful. Don't, why'd you bring guns and shit? Oh, Jesus. Like, well, stop so, coming here. Like, you're fucking getting all crazy and shit. So I didn't see that. I, I, I didn't see any of, of this kind of stuff, but I did see at least a headline that said something about, um, that the Muslims at the mosque, you know, it was like, if you were a Muslim and saw this, how would you react? Well, these Muslims invited them inside for, yeah. like, cookies and yeah. snacks or something. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what the headline was, but I just saw that there was at least a headline out there that said that they were being nice to them. In, they were. Instead. And they were, they were holding up signs that said, you know, hey, we love you, too. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. Like, and the thing was, it looked like from the pictures that the counter protests was a lot of the people from just that town trying to stand up for the Muslims that were there. Yeah. Like, hey, this is, we didn't kill anybody. We don't want to hurt yes. you. Why the fuck are you tr- coming here with guns? Yeah. Like, that's pretty intimidating. Yeah, so I think, it, th- I think they went a little overboard on it. Oh, clearly. Clearly. Yeah, Islam, They, you know, a lot of Muslims say that Islam is the religion of peace, which obviously is bullshit, but it's, yeah. you know, it's it's no more a religion of peace than Christianity, Christianity is yeah. a religion of peace. Or, or Judaism. Or Judaism is a religion of Yeah, I mean, they, right. they I, both I, have very storied and awful past. Oh, yeah. The, they just have a black eye right now with a group called ISIS. Well, and not no. just ISIS. Well, ISIS, I was going to say <laughs> ISIS and uh, the Mujahideen and all the other terrorist yeah, they, groups I mean, over there that follow Boko Haram other, and, yeah. and uh, Hezbollah. And, yeah. I mean, on and on and on. But, but Christians had hordes and hordes of their little god-botherers work, working their way to the Middle East all through the Dark Ages, oh, yeah. doing the same kind That's of terrorism. That's what it was. It was, it was them and slaughtering all that kind of shit. So, Muslims. You know, they're not... I mean, they got black eyes, too. Yeah. They, but Christianity has gone for the gone through the Reformation that Islam has not yet. And, and Judaism certainly has. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think there are any Christians are any better. <laughs> I, I guess I guess that's I a that's a Wisconsin way of saying everything we just said. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, yes. They're all fucked. Yes. Throughout history, looking <laughs> into the past, like, you are correct, sir. I guess I'm saying I respect the First Amendment rights. I just think there's the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. Well, there's more well, productive ways, yeah. I guess. And the guy says, oh, I, I want to, I want open dialogue. I, like, you showing up with a shirt that says fuck Islam and a rifle on your back. It's not a fucking open dialogue. It's pretty fucking shut and closed. I want an open dialogue where I can threaten people at will. Well, and if you're, pretty if much. They will capitulate to my every pretty demand. Pretty much. If you're, if you're talking strictly First Amendment, I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah. Necessarily. Uh, oh, but, yeah. But, He's got every right to wear that shirt, but if he wants to have an open dialogue with them, that ain't going to fucking help. Yeah, but I mean, that, but that's, but that's all entirely up to him and his oh, yeah. approach. I mean, he, his rights end where theirs begin, uh, but his First Amendment rights 
he he's, oh, yeah, he's fine every to right. do it that every, yeah, every he's fucking right totally to do fine that. to do it that way. It's it's yeah, it's his choice. Now he's got ISIS wanting to kill him. Well, I uh, guarantee it's not the mosque in fucking Phoenix, Arizona that wants to kill yeah, him. Yeah, I mean he he lives in Arizona. I, I, yeah, it was in, it was, this was in Phoenix, Arizona. ISIS has a long road to go before they get to Arizona. No, oh, they're, no, they're, they're in, in Mexico. Texas and yeah. Mexico. <laughs> they're border jumpers. Yeah, but but. If you watch Fox News, you would know. Yeah. They're in Texas and Mexico, Matt. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt, they're in Alaska. <laughs> okay. Sarah Palin had a fight went off one day. And then oh, she really? then she had her bear friend eat him. So there's no evidence. <laughs> I can see Muhammad cool from story. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I see Mecca. <laughs> All I have to do is just walk out my back door and there it is. <laughs> Don't you know? G- gosh darn diggity darn. Mecca Donalds is all she's seeing. <laughs> so I, I've been awfully busy. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of family things and home stuff going on. We've had some ill relatives and some deceased relatives and a broken refrigerator and a daughter who was attacked by a dog and lots of work. So I haven't been able to do a whole lot of things as far as research and preparing for the show or booking guests or anything for this week. And I feel a little bit bad, but I... Just been very, very busy. Oh, and then we have, we getting ready for the thing last night yeah. with, the, with the restore. Oh, thank you very much to everybody who came out to that last night. I was I was asked to be the the celebrity bartender celebrity for for a for an event for <laughs> restore our humanity. I should have made a sound bite for that. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, it was an event for Restore Our Humanity, and I was the celebrity bartender that last night. Had a whole bunch of heathens I know, and many that I'd, had never met before show up last night. It was awesome, man. I got to sit behind the bar and learn a little bit about how to make drinks. Oh. Luckily, there was there was a fantastic actual bartender, <laughs> actual bartender there. Uh, That's probably state law, I would think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did learn last night that you're not supposed to have any drinks at least two hours before your shift if you are a bartender. So you were oh. fucked. Because I showed up and the, and somebody said, hey, can I get you a drink? And I was like, fuck yeah, you can get me a drink. And somebody else said, oh, wait, you're bartending tonight, right? And I said, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Okay. In Wisconsin, <laughs> you drink with the bartender. Yeah. Welcome to Utah. Not in Utah. Not in Utah. Unless it's at the end of their shift and they're just going to hang out at work afterward. I've hung out at bars like that before when it was over. Like, hey, you want to guys hang out? Yeah. They close the doors, everybody gets out, they lock everything up and go break out the liquor doesn't get locked up. Yeah. It's the blue tall laws. Yeah, so I did I did mainly mainly I I poured beers and made Moscow mules and American mules and whiskey mules. The there act- were a lot of mules made and served. In the actual copper cups? By yours truly, yes. I want to get some of those. Yeah. Yeah, I should get some copper cups. They were, yeah, they're tasty too. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I had a, I had a fantastic time. Thank you very much to Restore Our Humanity for asking me out to do that. It was, I had a really, really, really good time standing behind the bar, chit-chatting with everybody, making drinks and learning a little bit of the chaotic and hectic life of a bartender. 
that man, I can only imagine when a place is slammed like on yeah, a weekend yeah. and they've got people lined up at the bar and I was amazed at how well the staff could keep in their heads what everybody had ordered, could, what tab it went on, food they needed, the drink and then, you know, memorizing and making yeah. all the drinks and where all of the shit is in the bar mm-hmm. and you tell me a number, I'll forget it. See, I already forgot it. <laughs> it was four. Ah, fuck. It was four. But yeah, it was it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, they will have additional events coming up. Um, and and one of our favorite podcasters, Wait, now, Mr. Who, who put this event on? You haven't said it, I don't think, have you? Restore Our Humanity. Yeah. yeah. Did you say that? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. I'm retarded. <laughs> he forgets too. It's four. It was restored. I just to make sure they got their, their credit. That's all. And it was also Mark Lawrence's birthday. Oh. oh. Well, happy birthday, Mark. Adele. Along with his twin sister who showed up last night as I had well. I had no idea uh, he had one. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I said that to his, so his sister came up and introduced herself. And I said, oh shit, I didn't know that Mark had a twin. And then I thought back and I think, actually, I think he mentioned it when he was on the show with us. Really? That he had a twin sister. So we yeah. were both. All three, uh, much too drunk. No, probably. Ryan just forgot numbers. Just Ryan thinking. can't remember him being on the show. <laughs> Wait, did he sit here? <laughs> no, I, I, but I, I did. I had a really good time. Uh, as, as I was going to say, one of our favorite podcasters will be a uh, guest bartender for them in the future. Mr. J.M. Bell from The Left Show will be nice. asked oh. on as a celebrity bartender for them. I believe in September is the date for the month that they set for him. So. And if you go to Pride this weekend and go by the Restorer Humanity booth on Saturday, you can see me with the camera trying to interview people. Yes. Matt will be there as well, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe I, so, yeah. I will. Saturday? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday. Are you going to be there Sunday? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm still up in the air on Sunday because I got a pack to go on a vacation. <laughs> then I'm yeah. still up in the air on Sunday because I got a pack going. Are you gonna Are Just you gonna come to the parade? Are you gonna march in the parade? Sure. Do you, what? I, <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing about this. So, <laughs> well, you're I never, mean, I know you're never on the interwebs. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <clears throat> so Pride is this is happening this weekend. I assume so. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be helping Ryan with some doing some interviews on is Saturday. Is this already planned out? No. I, no, no. <laughs> I, I I told him I was coming by myself. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I got it. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I help you, Ryan? If you want to hold a boom. So Saturday, sure. Saturday I'll be helping I'll be your gaffer. Saturday I'll be helping Atheists of Utah load load in all of their stuff because I have the the big fucking nineteen eighty motherfucking six piece of shit truck that is good for hauling things and not much else. Uh, I'll be hauling a bunch of stuff to the festival grounds for Atheists of Utah. And then Sunday, I'll be driving the Godless Mobile in the parade, uh, which will be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. And then maybe hanging out a little bit on Saturday and Sunday. Are you putting the rainbow streamers on it again? Probably. I need to go to the Zerchers hmm. tomorrow hmm. or Friday. I need to do that. I need to get the car detailed, too. Because Better hope it doesn't rain. I think Rick it's supposed Perry. to. There's supposed to yeah, be some scattered to, showers on rain all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Rick Perry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would prefer some scattered showers here and there to being so fucking hot like it yeah. was, I think, three years ago. Like... Mm. 
it was, I think it was right close to 100 degrees, and just fucking hot, hot, hot. Yeah. That's when everyone was dismissing global warming for not not being warm enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so that's all happening this weekend. You guys should come out and march with Atheists of Utah and come to the Pride Festival. I believe tickets are $12. Uh, per day or $20 for both days. Is that what it is? Yep. Nice. Um, then you can march around to all the different booths and see everybody, march with Atheists of Utah in the parade, uh, stop by and say hi to Ryan at the Restore Our Humanity booth on Saturday, record some stories and stuff and junk. Oh, yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. The Pride Festival has always been a lot of fun for me. I I yeah. really like going there. Yeah, it's a good time. And the guys at the fire station always get freaked out when they go, were you at Pride this weekend, Duffy? I'm like, well, yes, I was. <laughs> oh. Okay. I I bought some stuff to do with my beard oh. on Sunday for the parade. Do you got some dye to put in it? Yes. It's oh. going to be rainbow. Oh. I thought you were going to wax it into a dildo or something. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could. A, a, yeah, chin, a could. chindo. A chindo. chindo. <laughs> Sounds Asian. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> Mommy, why does that man have a pink horn at the end of his chin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably won't do, I probably won't do a hair dildo on off the beard. A hairy dildo. You know you know what family really hates skate pride? Or any pride of anything? <laughs> Fucking oh. Duggars. They like pride. <laughs> they like they, they like having pride in in Brother Touchy. Brother Touchy. Yeah. Uh, so this is like a week late. But uh, well, there was new, there's, there's there's new, new information coming out every fucking day on this thing. Well, I, and I know. and I but think that as we speak, the Duggar family is, is on, on Fox. Fox News yes. this evening. Yes, right. But the information I have is a week late because we were more than happy to have Amanda and Sarah on. Um, yes, and oh, that was the other thing that I did not get. I mean, to I'm do sorry, this sorry, week. sorry, Sarah and a Amanda. <laughs> I I I apologize, Sarah and Amanda. I have not had a chance to post information about that episode out on the social medias. I will oh. do that hopefully tomorrow uh, if I get some time uh, on break at work, on break or at lunch. Uh, I will do that. And, we, we let and then do it because he's way more elegant than I am. And then everybody, everybody can can listen to it more, and we'll probably get some hate mail for. For some things that I said, probably. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah? No. I mean, at worst, what... what, I don't know, man. The internet rage machine kicks in and... Men's rights activists are going to... Who fucking cares? I don't know. We'll get it from both sides, I'll bet. (laughs) Nah. I think you did fine. Uh, It's... I've always... I have avoided it for so fucking long. Like I said, because it's toxic. Well, I think I think between you and I, we probably had a pretty good feminist balance there. Yeah, I was maybe a little too aggressive, and you were probably maybe a little timid on some points. But I'm I was super timid on a lot of points. I know because, like I said, it's just I've I've avoided it like the plague, like the toxic plague that it is. Because it's the third rail of atheism, man. You don't pee on that rail. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You don't even mention the rail. You just give it a little, you know, a little nod here and there. I guess I guess the benefit I have is not coming from it from any sort of a leadership position where I have to play both sides at, at any point. So Yeah. 
But in any case, uh, but I will be posting about that tomorrow. So if yeah. you haven't listened to last week's episode, go and listen to it and then send your hate mail to us at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Let's go back all the way to the beginning. Yeah. We're still waiting. Then when you get to, uh, then we get to GMO, you can send an email to JM Bell. <laughs> you, can no, even send, you can even send fake hate mail. Just say sarcastic at the end, and we'll read it on the air. <laughs> so let's catch you up on the Duggars. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who are they? Well, a highly religious couple with... An irresponsible amount of God-bothering offspring make other bad decisions in life. Uh, This starts out by talking about how they spank their children and so on and so forth. Um, I won't go through all of this because everyone is no doubt familiar by now. Uh, It's all don't spare the rod and that kind of religious stuff. So they actually have... uh their their own kind of Christianity, their own. I'm trying to remember the name of that. What they call themselves? Well, aren't they part of the Quiverful? Quiverful. They, they Quiverful. Are That's Quiverful. what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. Um. In addition to that, though, the police report contains Josh's confession that he molested a total of five girls. In addition, the details include a question from an investigator about spankings. One of the girls was molested and discussed the punishment dished out by Jim Bob. And Michelle, yes, his name is Jim Bob. Well, I got to add something on that one point right there. Mm. The cop came forward, because this came from the Duggars when they're talking about this. The cop came forward and said, when Daddy Duggar came to me, he said that he had only uh, done something to one girl. Where's this whole five girls coming from? Well, so he lied. So he lied. A so, Christian lying about something. We'll get to into that. And what a- they believe actually that seems weird. Yeah. What What I have <clears throat> for this article is is somewhat less to do with the actual events themselves because everyone should probably be familiar by now. But was um, an article that I'm going to get to in a minute that was in defense of Josh Duggar, and, oh. I'm, and I'm going to. Scream? Shred him. Okay. No, it's pre-prepared, so hopefully I won't get too angry about it. I'll be ready with the music. Was it written by the Pope? I mean, he's <laughs> he's used to defending child molesters. No, he's not. He's not used to publicly defending. He's just used to moving them around. Oh, right. This guy's yeah. actually coming out and putting his name on it in defense of, of these things. Oh, so he's Bill Donahue. He's, yes. I was going to say, <laughs> yes, Pope. HR's pedophile department. <laughs> pedophile? I like that. Pre- oh, pedophile department, yeah. Oh, that nice place. Or... No, it was Ryan's mistake, but I Did I say it. that? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I said pedophile. <laughs> Good thing we recorded it. We'll have to, we'll have to listen to it later and see. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, anyway, one of the victims said, quote, they have a rod. Uh, asked when the parent when asked when or what the parents used to spank their children. They do this to all the kids. Uh, Josh and his wife Anna, Michelle and Jim Bob have um, all have issued comments about the molestation of the girls. Uh, they confess they confessed to the past and defended themselves in various ways, noting that they have prayed and also sent Josh to treatment. Oh, good, they fucking prayed. For a second, I thought they weren't going to do anything. Josh molested five underage girls in 2002 and 2003, but was not charged for two reasons. First, the statute of limitations had already passed. And second, Jim, Bob, and Michelle failed to let anyone in authority know about what happened. 
Um, these are going to be important points because I'm, they're going to come up again in the defense of Josh Duggar. The allegations from unnamed minors. His in, sisters. Included charges that Josh, who was then 14 years old, had touched the girl's private parts while they were asleep. He did confess to the initial claim, and Jim Bob called together the family for a meeting and also talked about it with the church's elders. What the fuck do the church's elders know about this? Get a goddamn professional. Uh, police learned about the situation in 2006 when, just before the Duggars were scheduled to appear on Oprah Winfrey's show, producers discovered the secrets that the family had hidden. It was Oprah's staff who notified authorities. Oh, All right, so this goes on and on. I want to get to this article that was written by Dr. Michael Brown. And some of you may know him from appearing on Dogma Debate. Oh, is this the biology guy? No, he's not the biology guy. He is one of the kosher Christians or Jews for Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, who was oh, on there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is I've gone through his article titled Finding Redemption in the Josh Duggar Story. I've gone through this point by point, and I'm going to spare you the full length of his apologetics and just give you the points and then my rebuttals. Uh this is a guy, Michael Brown, who holds a Ph.D. in Near Eastern Languages and Literatures from New York University and has served as a professor at a number of seminar seminaries. And he thinks that qualifies him to speak on child molestation? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a Ph.D. in baloney, so. <laughs> His number one point is Jesus really does change people. Sometimes for the worse. Sure. Um, and... Uh, he says, while critics of the Duggar family want to indict them, along with other evangelical Christians, especially for those with large families, while Josh's actions and while may seem to have been ready to throw Josh under the bus, the fact that the fact is that while he did sin grievously through repentance, faith and counseling, he became a new man. Jesus really does transform sinners. So I say, and what if Jesus doesn't? Yeah. Is it lack of faith, free will, or is there some other lesson in there for Josh and all the girls he pres who presumably need to be molested to learn? Um, can, he, you feel, can you feel God's love? Yeah. <laughs> it's touching your penis. Can you feel it? And then Dr. Brown goes on to say, For me, the first lesson from this story is this. Whoever you... Whoever you, whatever you've done, whoever you are, whatever you've done, there is hope in the Lord. As Mike Huckabee said, inexcusable doesn't mean unforgivable. Mike Huckabee. And I say, maybe not for you, but this has nothing to do with you. Isn't it entirely up to the molested girls to decide if it's forgivable or not? Isn't it a part of the doctrine that these are these, that these things are not in your hands? The blood quote sacrifice for redemption was precisely so that Jesus could forgive who he will forgive. And how dare you suggest that these girls should just get over it or that we can't be upset by it? Yeah. His second point is there's no excuse for sin, so own up to it. Yeah. And I say to that, according to the accounts we've all heard, Josh confessed his sin to his parents as well as to the proper as well as to the proper authorities. Oh no, sorry, this is doc, this is Dr. Brown still is talking, as well as to the proper authorities and his family, and they worked through the issues. 
Wow. But what I say to that is that church elders and parents are not the proper authorities for confessing crimes. But nice try giving props to a confessed molester. Would you be this kind of someone telling your child that Jesus may never have existed at all or that they can't have formal prayers in school, doctor? <laughs> His third point, even godly families have kids who mess up badly. And I said, despite doing his best impression of a moral human being in his attempt at Kitty Diddler apologetics, his con condescension is thick. Even godly families. As if usually religious people behave far better than the rest of us pieces of shit and certainly never molest kids and try to cover it up. Yeah, even even godly families. Right. Like everybody knows godly families are so much better than everybody else, yeah. but even yeah. we can we even we can fuck up every now and then. Right. I guarantee that pedophile in prison fuck fucking great too. Yeah, fuck this guy. Only two more. His fourth point is Josh can be an ambassador on behalf of the abused, even helping the abusers as well. And I say, great what? fucking plan, doctor. Throw the self-confessed child molester right back in the ring with a whole new group of children coming fresh off abuses of their own because he'll be able to, quote, connect with them. Therapists who are not pedophiles are highly trained for exactly this situation and depriving them of professionals is in itself a minor abuse. Forget about putting molested kids with a molester. If a woman has he been raped, be the last person she wants to be around is another fucking rapist. Yeah, exactly right. He can be... Oh, God. <laughs> Fifth point. We need to be careful how we judge. There are many fans of the Duggars who are upset with what they feel is a witch hunt against a godly family, representing one more attempt to remove them from reality TV. And I said, people are upset because Josh Duggar went all Catholic priest fingers on a bunch of little girls, <laughs> and these are good Protestant fans of the show. No, but more to the point, this is a very real offense that any reasonable person would be rightly upset by. Oh, yeah. And what do you mean by, quote, judge? He admits to doing this. Is it your point that we don't have a, that we, that we somehow don't have the right to show contempt for people who pose a threat to our children? If he admits this, should, should he be put on the uh, sex offender list? This. No, because he hasn't been convicted of anything. Right, and it's past statute. So. This makes me want to curb stomp puppies. Yeah. Oh, but we like puppies. And <laughs> I do. That's the problem. <laughs> His sixth point, there are consequences to our actions, but with God, our worst mistakes can become stepping stones to, pure, to, to spiritual growth. And to that well, I say, then. this can also be true without God, by the way, but the fact that he may learn something from his egregious actions doesn't spare him my disdain, and nor should it. I'm talking about abstract things like thoughts and feelings. We're completely free to use and share those things in any way we see fit. Actions, however, like the ones that Pope Duggar took, are not protected <laughs> in the same way, precisely because it does cause real harm, and that difference gives me the right to say and think any nasty thing I want to about a known toddler grabber. And it's also what gives you the right to defend such a creep as you have. Most of us have done things we wish we could take back, he says. And in some cases, the consequences of our bad actions and sinful actions last for decades. Yet with the Lord, no matter how great the stigma of our sin, if we all humble ourselves before him, he can take those stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones to the point that the worst things that ever happened to us become the best things that ever happened to us. And I say, hey, asshole, none of this happened to Josh Duggar. 
It happened to those poor girls because of Josh. His five-year-old sister. Yes. I can appreciate a time and a place for a kind of humane view that doesn't condemn someone eternally as God does for finite crimes, but that doesn't mean that we also let him off the hook for messing up others' lives while we tr while they try to figure out if it's okay or not to physically investigate sleeping children's genitals. Honestly, I find it troublesome that you aren't at least as upset as I am about this. And the thing is, it, he knew what he did was wrong. Yeah, that's what I want to say to Dr. Brown. You can fucking kiss my ass. So he's, he's defending somebody who has confessed to child molestation. I wonder what his views are on atheists. Yeah. Somebody who just doesn't fucking believe in the same invisible magic wizard in the sky... What does he what does he say about atheists? Yeah, that what, we're what, all fine upstanding people too who can learn from our from our mistakes and errors. Well, I I would wonder what Or do we have to go and fucking touch children in order to learn anything? Right. right. Or what possible moral ground could he think he has to stand on when saying atheists can't be good people because they don't believe in God? If he thinks that, I I'm not sure that he does. I would say but, that's but, I would say that's fucking implied by his comment about you know, yeah, yeah, even yeah. Christians can yeah. make missteps. Right, but I, I'm not... Because I, we all know the fucking atheists make missteps all the time, and they're whole fucking horrible people. But us Christians, generally speaking, are really good people. But every now and then, we can fuck up. I wonder what his right. take on Warren Jeffs is, then. Well, that's the wrong kind of Christian. Oh, yeah, they're not the right kind of Christian. So he, he's, he goes to jail for, for molestation. He's the kind of guy... Well, what about, what about the Pope and, and, and the Catholic Church and their whole... I mean, the, I think the only difference here is that it's the same kind of Christian as Dr. fucking probably got his fingers brown somewhere. <laughs> and that's why he's coming to the, the defense of the ass duggers. It's like I just thought of a really fast analogy in my head that you can relate to. Because you like sports. Pointing at Matt. Yeah. Pointing at Matt as we dictate what I'm doing because we don't. Does this have to do with the Cheatriots? Because I really don't. No. Wanna... <laughs> okay. No. But you you have a favorite team. Say that team does something that other people think. <laughs> the Cheatriots. You fucking asshole. It does. <laughs> what? No. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. That that they, they might object to or like a player they don't like or something like that and they, they hate on them. Mm. But you, you be will be suspended for four games. You will defend that player because he's your team and you feel, I mean, not just about your team, but anybody with their favorite sports team yeah. will defend their sports team because it's their team. They feel like they're part of that team. Sure. But if you're on the outside, you're like, ah, oh, fuck that team. Yeah. I think religion can go the same way with that saying. Yeah. If you're on the same I mean, team, you're going to fight for that team. But if you're not on that team, fuck them. I, I understand what you're saying. But, but at the same time, what we're talking about Super Bowls versus real children's lives. Well, yeah. It's just, it's just like the GPS thing. And I'm not even so sure that I'm ready to defend Belichick anymore. I'm not even going with that situation. I, right there. I know. I know. I mean, I was, I was just as unhappy when the New Orleans Saints were taking out thousand dollar bounties for their defense. Defense taking or, guys, injuring guys, so that they couldn't play anymore. Or anytime, I, I didn't like that either. If, if me and you were sitting and, and watching the entire a game, Al Davis era, I didn't like that either. If me and you were sitting there watching <laughs> a game, it was the Patriots and the Packers playing the Fudge Packers. Yeah. Oh fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a call on, say, my team, and I didn't agree with it. I'm like, that's a fucking bullshit call. You might go, no, that fucking call was totally legit. Right, but because 
Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, and on a superficial level, it works for. Yeah, very for, superficial because I just like, thought of it just now. Had no time to take and put it into a mold right, for, and wax it and fucking polish it and fucking make it look all shiny. <laughs> I think for team, I think for team unity and 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 that kind of thing for us and them in group out group. That's where that, I'm going with that's that. appropriate. But but what we're talking about is something that should transcend any of these alliances. It should. And the fact that he can't see past his own It's just like bullshit. Catholics who do like, oh, yes, there's no, just, there's no molestation like going on. There's can no just, molestation going on. Can I just on. make a little plug for secular humanism here? Let's where do it. You don't, you don't need religion to be a good fucking human being, right? You, you can make moral decisions without fearing that, you know, you have to do it because otherwise some invisible bully in the sky is going to come down and, and zap you or send you for, for torment in hell for all eternity, right? You can just choose to be a good fucking human being. In fact, I would say much better because, because without those moral pronouncements, you're forced to think of every individual situation on your own mm-hmm. and you come up with those things rather than saying, well, what does the boss say about this? Yeah. Right. And then, and then when, when there isn't an answer, what do you do then? You know, or, or, or whatever. But I, but I would say secular humanism is a more, actually, religion isn't even a moral system at all. They're, they're a series of semi-moral or, or immoral pronouncements. They're not, they're not a system. It's, it's just, here's what I say and what I say goes. Yeah. That's not morality at all. I, I would say it's, you have people who are empathetic and people who aren't. Yes. If you have no empathy towards another person, you have no problem harming them. But if you have a lot of empathy towards other people or animals and creatures, you're going to be like, no, why the fuck would I do that? Because that's fucking wrong. Right. And and, and good moral religious people can lack a lot of empathy. But 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 they but they tend to disregard the less desirable parts of the Bible. Yes, those, those are like the liberal Christians and whatnot. But they still may attribute some of the morality to an unknown magical being. But there's no justification for that. But still, they're making the decisions on their own. It's it's these fundamentalist types who can't think for themselves. Apparently, they 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 yeah. can't think for themselves in moral situations. They can't think for themselves in political situations. Just like this so-called doctor of, you know, truthology or whatever he, he, he's got, <laughs> can't think for himself. And he's coming to the fence of a fucking confessed molest child molester. It's, I was just going to say that, you know, we got pride coming up and everybody says, being gay is immoral. It's an immoral act. I'm like, well, how is that anything to be Im- something that'd be immoral? Would be like if you made a decision to kill someone, that is very immoral. The decision to rape someone is very immoral. The decision to rob from someone is very immoral. The decision to two people to love each other has nothing to do with morality. It has everything to do with quote unquote biblical morality, biblical morality, and and, and religious morality, right? Yeah. But again, that should have no fucking bearing at all uh, on in our government. In our in our government, in our government, exactly, no, none none whatsoever. We have a, we have a secular government that can make no moral pronouncement based on religious teaching. Well, that's why they're fighting so hard. Like David Barton and these other fucknuts to to say that to, it's, to yeah. revise the, the history is, is and Christian. say that it is yeah. Christian. It's a Christian nation, and therefore we can implement these these so called. But moral even then, rules. their moral rules aren't even on morality; they're just on their fears. I would say, yeah, it's, lo- it's fear based yeah. laws. Yeah, it's not all, it's moral. It's all based There's nothing on, moral about it. It's all based on some super broy cave Jews ick factor. 
Super bro K Jewistic factor. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Ryan's having a stroke again. <laughs> yeah, the, the the same guy who also said in the Old Testament that you can't clip your beard, his ick factor made it into the Old Testament yeah. as a rule that gay people shouldn't be allowed to do whatever they want. But the no diddling kids thing never made it. Right. No, because they were taking child brides. Oh yeah, they yeah, loved totally it. Fine. They loved diddling kids. Right. Yeah, you never, you never. I, I don't recall any passage in the Bible saying if a man lay with a child as he would lay with a woman, he should no, be put to death. No, no. In fact, <laughs> in fact, it's the very opposite because they you, let you, you have it. you have all kinds of of heroes and 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 religious you know prophets and kings and whatever all throughout the bible and the quran but he waited till she was 12 no well are you talking about muhammad, <laughs> You're talking about yeah. muhammad. he waited till she was 9 they were married was at it, 6 was that what it was yeah she was okay. married to him at he was like 40 or 50 maybe it was some other rapist that said he waited till he was 12 no oh, king david <laughs> king solomon i mean name, name it i mean yeah but in any case um no, but they but they lift those guys up as heroes for raping children, you know, taking multiple wives, which I don't have a problem with as long as there's consent involved. But mm -hmm. that's the issue. A child can't give consent, yeah. right? A goat can't give consent. A bridge can't give us. Con yeah. So I don't care about your slippery slope argument. A car. You know, that Did you guys see that clip oh, of the guy yes. fucking the car? <laughs> no. <I don't. laughs> well, the funny thing was he didn't even go away when the hey, camera came hey, around. Hey, stop, stop fucking that car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in a minute, in a minute. <laughs> no, dude, really. Stop fucking that car. Nice. I, I did see someone post. It was from someone put it on that. Facebook. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was in the atheist of Utah thing, saying nobody can ever vote for uh, uh, the independent Democrat Bernie oh, Sanders. Bernie Sanders because he's a Jew he's a and he's a socialist. Yeah. And someone goes, "Well, you celebrate one every December twenty fifth. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. You, you worship a socialist Listen. Jew. What are you yeah. talking about? Right, right. The the, the guy who stand who stood for acts absolutely everything against what the Republicans are for today. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. what what of Christ's How benevolent they, teachings can we can we look at and say that's part of the Republican platform? Well, I, I, I wouldn't even go so far as to say benevolent, but I'm just saying anything that Christ was about, who they claim to be so closely tied to. I mean, clearly Christ was ignorant of of science, right? He was a I mean, fucking he, moron. He he, well, he beat the shit out of a fig tree for not bearing fruit in the out of season. season. So, right. I mean, that could be part of the Republican I platform. fucked up an apple tree once. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that could be. But, I mean... No, but I mean, like, you know, dispelling the money changers? Yeah. And, and or, hanging out or, with, with, with prostitutes and, and yeah, people let, who have let, leprosy. And let, letting the prostitute go because... Being kind to everybody, Well, he probably, he probably let the prostitute go because he owed her a fucking a bill. He's like, you can go. Sorry, well, I, don't have, I don't. I don't have money now. No money. No money. Go. Go. <laughs> even, Be gone. Even still, even 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 if his burlap dress didn't have pockets enough to hold change to pay her, he, he, the lesson there still is counter to Republicans today. Yeah. Not like Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, uh, apart from <laughs> apart from beating the shit out of a fig tree for not bearing fruit in the off season, I can't think of anything. You know. That come to Jesus, fulfill the law. The, the magical wandering Jew is purported to have done 
that would be part of the Republican platform. Right. All this stuff about, you know, give no thought for the morrow, just follow me. Don't save anything. Don't think about your retirement. Just, just follow me. Maybe, maybe the whole bit about, you know, if you don't hate your family more than, more than you love me, then. Yeah. So that's right. two things. Right. Okay. So two things that could be part of the Republican platform. Right. None of this stuff, though, by the way, is taught in Sunday school. So I, I come not, I come I, not I, to I bring peace, but a sword. sword. Yeah. Yeah, that. Three. Okay. He wanted to reaffirm everything in the Old Testament. Did yes. I not just say your those shellfish. two <laughs> I swear I said those two things. Did you? Now. Oh, we don't listen to you. <laughs> okay. Well. Yes, Dan. How, how do you then, know? Then, then, then you are, to the to me, what Republicans are to the Bible. <laughs> they just don't listen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they talk about, you know, what a great, what a great and wonderful and forgiving person Jesus was, and he was so awesome. Yeah. I fucking me, hate me, all of his, I hate all yeah. of his teachings except the really horrible shit that I agree with, like. Yeah, exactly. Or that I can identify with, but all of the others, like taking care of the poor and yeah. feeding the hungry, yep. like, and, what? And giving away our yeah. money. Like, yeah, Jesus really was bastard. awesome except cut all the social programs <laughs> and fuck the poor. Clearly, he didn't have to deal with the world economy. <laughs> right, right, and and he was he was a well known uh, ancient capitalist and business owner. Well, was one percenter was Jesus started his own carpentry business, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. I thought that there was there was something that the uh, the Jews- except except his coffin was really weird. It didn't have any sides or a top or anything. It was just two boards. Didn't yeah. the Jews actually a t- have a thing where they bad at that too? They, they, they wiped away all it. debt. Well, and just the mausoleum with a giant round rock, just a fucking rock. Yeah, yeah, which he had, which he wheel. had to hire a mason for. <laughs> Can even do it himself. <laughs> I thought he teleported. <laughs> Couldn't. Pull himself up by his sandal straps. Hey, I've seen plenty of zombie films. Some of them are strong. Well done. Uh, what's next? <laughs> I see you got a video pulled up here. Did you want to play that video or no? You're kind of looking at like, oh. I didn't know if we wanted to play it now or wait until the end. This is a funnier die video on it's it's a couple actors portraying the Duggar husband and wife responding to the sexual abuse scandal of their son Joshua. Since Matt has to pee again, we might be able to do it. Okay. We'll give Matt a little pee break and, and play this video. Gadoosh. <laughs> that was... I forgot I left the, uh, that audio line up. Well, it's that fucking stupid autoplay shit, man. I yeah. hate that. All right, here we go. Gadoosh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michelle Duggar, baby factory for the Duggar family Gosh, I just love a split bang. And I'm Jim Bob Duggar, and I spend my time going up to strange women to tell them Christ's plan does not involve birth control. We would like to talk to you, America, because our son Josh is in a pickle. With, with more kids than an NBA team, we were bound to have one troubled kid. <laughs> when Josh was a teenager, he made a mistake. He mistaked two girls on their tutus. That's what we call breasts. And their new news. That's what we call new news. The point is we handled it, okay? When we were first told about Josh's mistakes, we did the right thing and we ignored the girl who came forward. Girls lie all the time. It's what they do. One of our daughters, Jay something, I don't care, once told me there was a frog in one of our 16 industrial washing machines. I was searching in there all day, I tell you what. Here's the thing. 
anything. Some other girls did come forward, and some of them were our daughters. But honestly, if you ask me which one, I don't know. The brunette with the curly hair? <laughs> we did the right thing and immediately waited three years before we called the authorities. Immediately and waited to send him to a counselor. Who was our friend, this guy we know, who's in the remodeling business in Little Rock. <laughs> Big smiles. Josh oh, yeah. moved on his life as the head of the Family Research Council. He dedicated all his efforts to Christ's love and informing Americans about the dangers of homosexuals. Homosexuals prey on children, oh, yeah. and they do not deserve to walk on God's radar. And then leave it to a magazine <laughs> called In Touch to go all Scooby-Dooing around and to dig up a whole this pickle again. It has been terrible for us and, and Josh. But those are the only three people affected by these mistakes. (laughs) We've been dealing with this situation the best way we know how. Which means, yeah, that's right. I'm expecting. (laughs) (laughs) All you sinners out there, for every baby you make, the Duggars are going to make two. I'm going to slide them out four at a time. Like a little machine gun of Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't seen that. It was fucking funny. Like a little machine gun oh, of Christianity. Yeah. So I'd, I'd seen another article that actually came out about that. The guy that, that runs the place they sent him to is uh-huh. a convicted pedophile. Oh, yeah? Really? I know that the the police officer who initially investigated it is has been convicted of... Really? Of pedophilia? Of being touchy. Yeah, apparently the, the same guy who runs the camp that he went to to get to get fixed at. Well, that that whole thing he's was a little, fucked. He's a little touchy too. Yeah, that that whole camp was fucking ridiculous. It's, it's but that that was Doctor Brown's idea of doing the right thing and yeah. talking to the authorities. Yeah, by, his idea of authorities is talking to church elders and skirting the police. Because that's what you should do to try to fix a problem. Right. That's a, yeah. Just that's, ignore it away. Yeah. You, what you do first is you get a lawyer. Not well, even, don't even get a lawyer. But as long as you pray, you're okay. See, and that's the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably grab the law book first and go, pedophilia, uh, three-year statutory limit. Okay, we got to wait three years, and then we confess up. We yeah. got to wait three years, and then we confess up. Because <laughs> <laughs> then there ain't nothing there no God can do no more. Uh, well, and what the fuck is up with his parents, too, who just sat there and were like, okay, well, let's just get the church elders involved, and then we'll be good. Yeah. Who cares uh, about those five girls? Well, yeah, well, you, you well, were... Well, this is all a result of abstinence only. Uh-huh. You know, this, this, well, this fucking stupid idea that you can't show, talk, nothing, nothing about any of the, 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 the private parts or how this works or any, this is a 14 year old boy. What the fuck? I, I'm going with this. He should know by now. At 14, his parents did not let him look at porn on the computer like every other 14 year old. Fair enough. And it's really hard to find magazines buried in the forest these days. True. <laughs> or those little cards that come out of Vegas, or or your grandfather's stash out in the woodshed. Yeah, yeah, I put that in there because I thought that might be a good song sometime. That was that was my uh, that was my first exposure, as it were. I think my first exposure to pornography had to have been a buddy finding his dad's. Actually, my best friend. Found his dad's pornos in his dad's closet, and he's like, "Get over here now!" 
We're on the old, yeah, we're on the old rodeo. He's like, yeah, get over here now. I found something cool. I found something so fucking cool, dude. You can it's come a, over. It's a VHS and it's a porn. <laughs> and here's a whole box of this shit. And his dad was like a teeth. His dad didn't drink. His dad was a real, like, calm, quiet, didn't drink. His, well, his, his father was killed by a drunk driver. So he didn't drink at a young age. The dad or the son? His father. I'm lost in your pronouns. His grandfather was, <laughs> my, my friend's grandfather. Uh-huh. Was killed by a drunk driver while on a construction site. So the drunk driver was on a construction site. No, he was working construction. The drunk driver was working construction. No, his grandfather <laughs> was working construction, <laughs> and the drunk driver drove through the construction. I'm yeah, fucking yeah. with you. <laughs> and killed him. So his his father didn't drink at all. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he found his dad's porn, and we fucking watched that porn. Probably oh, like yeah. twelve. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So I'm gonna look up some things here on the on the computer about the God loves gays billboard. Oh yes. So for those that don't remember, God loves gays off of Facebook was doing. Uh, they put up a billboard uh, by the Westboro Baptist Church last year or the year before. I know they had it up for one entire year right across the street from the Westboro Baptist Church. And they also... Did they have it up or were they just talking about it? No, they actually had... That was the first one they had up was the one across the street from Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, yeah? Right near it. Uh, right when they also have the same house across the street that that, that, that group brought, bought and uh, painted as a uh, uh, rainbow. Uh, so that's their their place so that they can make fun of the people there. But Utah now got one. Utah now got one. We're gonna get we're gonna get another. We're gonna get two. Yeah, it's right by it's right by my my house, that one. Yep, there's one in uh Orem. Orem. For you that don't live in Utah, Orem is really close to the heart of like Kolob, which is like <laughs> Mormon heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's at the center of Utah County, which is some hardcore eighty or ninety percent Mormon. Yeah, that's basically where a majority of the Mormons in the state live. I would say uh, a good chunk. A good chunk living yeah, down there in Utah County. Yeah, a good chunk. It's the Lubbock of Utah. Because by me, it's all the Mexican Mormons. Okay. Mexican Mormons. Yeah, they segregate them. Literally, there's two Mormon churches by my house. Oh, yeah. If I go by one on Sunday, it's all whites. If I go by the other one on Sunday, it's all Mexicans. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got them segregated. They all live, they're literally a half well, block apart. They have well, the a- way we've drawn our wards just happened to fall that way. And kind of, Even though they, they, they do have Spanish branches that are done completely in, in Spanish. I, I know. And these two churches are within. Oh, yeah. A hundred yards of each other. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred yards? Dude, it's close. I got one here, and I go around the corner, and I got one there on the other end of the street. He's pointing. <laughs> yeah. I'm pointing. Drawing uh, air maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll bring it up on the Google Alerts. I, I, I took a picture of it. Uh, hey, easy there, chin dick. <laughs> because uh, my, uh, my handheld Garmin GPS will actually show where all the churches are. And I was like, holy fucking shit. The satellites are tracking you? you have- no. <laughs> it keeps track of billions of things. God, that's stupid. It just made me so mad when I heard her say that. And I was like, oh, I've got to put this on Facebook. She's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, there's the photo. The two by my house, the blue arrow is my house. The uh-huh. two by my house are so close together, it only forms one church. The two so, by uh, your house are... All those little white buildings down there are churches. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, man, but that's not just LDS churches, right? They are. What? Because the one over here that's Lutheran isn't listed. Uh, <laughs> the one over here that's Catholic isn't listed. So anyway, these billboards have a like a weird flash cartoony style face of well, well they're they're electronic billboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean the the design and, itself. Well, you is, don't that's 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 sort that's, of that's, classic that's, biblical god. That's god well, from it's, Facebook. It's Facebook god. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. You wouldn't know cuz you're not on the Facebook yeah, no, very often. No. Uh with a rainbow behind it and then big letter saying god loves gays. And it's awesome. So so restore our I'm not humanity. Restore our humanity Mark Lawrence. Uh is the one who has been working with God to get these billboards put up in Salt Lake City. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So with God. Yes. He's nice. been working with God as a gay man. I fucking hate that. To shit. help <laughs> That came at like the most inopportune time. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's been working with God as a gay man. I fucking hate they, that they shit. They could see what I was looking at. If they could see what I was looking at. Mark, I love what you're doing. I was looking at the computer and had a stupid pop up on it to do a survey and I fucking hate those things. Mark Lawrence has been working with God as a gay man. I fucking hate that shit. And it, it's it's funny too, because I'm the least techie person here and I still have some awareness that the listeners don't know what is going on in studio. It just popped out. I was looking at it and it reminded me of how much I hate those pop ups. <laughs> so Okay. All so right. yeah, Mark. <laughs> I'll reduce my skepticism then. So Mark Lawrence has been has been working with uh, Mark Lawrence of Restore Our Humanity, who the the group also responsible for bringing gay marriage uh, here to Utah, uh, has been working with God. Uh, so the story in the Salt Lake Tribune reads: An anonymous person going by the name God has put up a billboard on Interstate 15 in Utah County to support gays. The sign reads, God loves gays, surrounded by a rainbow with a cartoonish white-haired figure in the middle and will be there until June 14th. A second sign, slated for a billboard on 3900 South in Salt Lake City, will be displayed June 15th and running through month's end. So nice. the the beautiful part of this is that the, the one down south mm -hmm. is like right close to BYU. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. You may see it actually on your way home this evening. No, Mr. it's it's further south. Mr. Mia oh. It's further south. But mm. it, it it is closer to BYU than I live, but it's 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 I mean it's it depends on what you consider close by proximity. It's it's quite a few miles. Well, Utah so. County, the just the whole thing is there. The, they the land there, crazy, there will be right? plenty of Mormons that see it, but but I don't know that that that's really the the best. I mean, I, I'm not aware of any specific Mormon doctrine uh, that is anti-homosexual, except for the biblical stuff. Except which for the way they, they act, they lean on so lightly. <laughs> yes. Right, it, it, it's most it's mostly from talking the, about all those counterfeit families, the and, top leadership of the church, yeah, yeah. prop eight, right, yeah. Uh, it says that it is it is part of a nationwide effort begun last year in Topeka, Kansas. Explains Salt Lake City-based organizer Mark Lawrence, yay, because that is home to the infamous Westboro Baptist Church, which has picketed high-profile funerals holding signs saying, "quote God hates fags," end quote. Lawrence, director of Restore Our Humanity, a Utah-based nonprofit pushing for same-sex marriage and other human rights issues, contacted God in the fall, suggesting the group put up the pro-gay signs in the Beehive State. In September, however, several outdoor advertising companies, including Yesco, fuck them. 
which is short for Young Electric Sign Company. Young being relatives of Brigham Young. Uh, And Reagan Outdoor Advertising, Lawrence said, refused to sell space to the group for its message, which is exactly what they did when American Atheists Uh, came and and had the convention here in Utah. Yesco and Reagan, the two largest sign companies in the state, refused to to put the Is Reagan Outdoor related to Ronald? I don't know. I, I I doubt it. Well, you got Brigham Young and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising they're they're opposed. <laughs> but, so, but Yesco and Reagan were both opposed to the American Atheist because it ran counter to community standards. Community standards, right? So here's my question then: if if you say God loves gays. What objection do you have to running that as a religious Well, clearly, then you're just saying that the community standard is that, no, no God does not love yeah. gays, which is fucking evil, right? And that just makes for really bad news for them. Right. Yeah. So, right. So, so then here's my, here's my question. Is God perfect? Uh, is God real? I, I'm just, I'm just saying, according to the community standard. According to Christian standards? And, yes. And, and Mormon standards, yes. Yes. Right? Therefore... I don't even need any more to the syllogism. God cannot hate. Hate implies a deficit, which means by absolutely, it's a tautology to say that a deficit implies a deficit equals imperfection. Mm, yes. If if you're lacking something, you're not perfect. So if you're perfect, you're not lacking. If hate is a deficit, you are you cannot be both hateful and perfect. That, so, that would be saying that if hate is a deficit, though. But that still would run counter it is. to to Mormons and most mainstream Christian theology, right? It wouldn't run counter to the Westboro Baptist theology because they say God does hate. Yeah. You know, there, so are, he's there imperfect. are certain there are certain yeah yeah I yeah I would say hate is a deficit. You're lacking something. It's, well, it's either fear or or ignorance or what? What other reasons are there to hate? Or you're or you're not. I'm God, and you're you're not doing what I say, so I hate you. Okay, He created everybody, and He created them imperfect, and then He surprised when they act imperfectly. That's a deficit. Yes, He's stupid. Okay, so stupid. You stupid can't, God. You cannot be hateful and perfect. Yes. So one of their issues is wrong. You can't be hateful and perfect if you are God. Yes. I, it, 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 <laughs> I'm just confusing you now. <laughs> no, you, it just it, it doesn't matter what you call yourself. You can't be both of those. Right. Perfect is an absolute. Uh huh. There, 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 there are no variants of perfect. It's, right. It, there is perfect and imperfect. Right. Imperfect has many variants. Yeah, there's there's perfect, nearly perfect, and Im- I mean, which would also be imperfect. Imperfect, right? yes. I mean, it's, so you're perfect, perfect or you're not. Yes, perfect is absolute. Yes. Yes. Hateful is a deficit, so you cannot be both. Yes. You can be imperfect and hateful, sure, uh-huh. but then you have to admit that your God is not perfect. Right. Or you can be perfect, but then you can't hate. Hmm. Well, I guess you could be perfect and hate something not of your creation. But if you are God, and in the eyes of most Christians, it's you created still, everything, it's then still you would have created that. It's still a deficit. What if you're God and you hate Satan? You cre- let's say, let's say, just for shits and giggles, that you're God and you did not create Satan, right? And he's working against you. I, I know where you're going. It's imperfect. It's still a deficit. Hatred is still a deficit. You're lacking something. 
Lacking what though? Well, if if you're hate if you're hating, you're, uh-huh. right? The act of hating is is negativity, right? Which implies the lack of fullness in whatever area. Can hate be viewed as a positive? Like I hate child molesters. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. We done stepped into a moral quandary. Well, yeah, but see, I'm trying to also tie in the perfect, the perfect in every other area being and the creator thing. Yeah. And in that sense, in that sense, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I'm saying, you know, God, God having hate would be bad. Okay. That, that would, <laughs> that would make him imperfect for sure. But just anybody else experiencing hate, can that be? You said it's a deficit. Yeah, but I mean... Can it be viewed as not a deficit for me to hate something that is bad? Um, Because hmm. you said hate is a deficit. Yeah, but... And but, I would say not always. Yeah. So I'm seeing this in a weird way. So you say hate, and I picture that as a whole. And then you say something bad, and I picture that as evening out that whole, right? So... I, I, I don't know that I could explain this on the mic. I'm just now thinking of this as you're posing these issues. But, yeah. Um, well, I was trying to find this creepy clown. Hating something bad. Hating something... What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just spit up. Dude. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that needs some backstory to it. I, I have no idea what's happening right now. I am so lost. Oh wow! Dad's gonna walk out. All right, Matt, continue. Well, <laughs> I, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> Dan a, has temporarily excused himself. Oh, uh, there's a replay of it. Um, so my question, I guess, well, the, the, the problem that Dan posed was hating something that's bad. And would that still be considered a deficit in a perfect being? Um, well, here, here's the thing. If, 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 he loves every. If you set a rule and you break that rule, does that being like I will like you as as long as you follow these rules, everything's good. As you don't follow that rule, there's consequences. Is that okay. showing hate or is that not? Well, it's it depends on how you mean that. If there's consequences, then that's justice. As long as all the rules are ver- think, are clearly understood and well which communicated, they which they're not. But that, I think as far as the way the ca- Bible goes, it's not showing hate. God doesn't hate in the Bible. God is saying, here's the rules. If you don't follow that rule, fucking this is a consequence. Well, for, Sorry. For, first, of all, the, first of all, the Bible is the most convoluted and in unclear document oh, yeah. we could possibly have from, an, from, a, from yeah. a perfect God, being. God didn't have a lawyer. Trying to communicate his message. God I didn't mean, have a lawyer to go through that stuff and make sure it was all good that, to go. That step right there proves his imperfection. I mean, that was such an idiotic idea. We're going to use a whole bunch of languages that are going to die, that are going to have to be translated, that that, that, that people are not going to understand, that's got to be moved. You know, 
to we're going to talk to one group of nomadic sheep herders that are not going to be able to disseminate this message to the to the world. All that yeah. that right there is a deficit, but uh the justice part of it, you know, saying, well, here are my rules, and if you break them, these are these consequences. That's fine as long as those consequences are just and merciful, which, again, they're not, right? Hell, as an infinite punishment for finite crime, is not. So, I, mean, yeah, we, I don't even know how to judge what we're talking about because... Because it's all bullshit. It's all fucking yes, stupid. Yes, because the message is so... But my, 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 the, I'm just trying to think on the most basic level... Um, that's why and, and so the, the issue you posed is if you hate something that's bad, can you still be considered perfect? Yeah. Can something <laughs> can it still has the giggles? Did you miss what he said? <laughs> I, I didn't clearly hear it. Do no, I, do I, I, shall I, I, shall I explain what I was, uh, you, dude, you caused a spit take <laughs> and almost a snot bubble. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I, I got to explain this real quick. So while you were talking about saying, is God good or is God you knows great person? It, it brought back to me this clown, Glad this crazy, creepy clown lady. Attention. No, this crazy, <laughs> creepy... There's God, this good person or whatever. No, there's this, there's this creepy clown lady okay. who goes through uh, Genesis and she sings everything twice, like, on the first day, on the first day, that's God created. Terrifying. Oh, it is. It's fucking creepy and she looks, <laughs> she's all in clown makeup. It is creepy as fuck. Let's close with that one. But I was trying to find it. That's why I told Dan, I've been looking for this clown. <laughs> looking for this creepy fucking clown. <laughs> That's why I said that. And Dan that just was what it was in the middle That's, of our in the middle uh, of our discussion. Yeah. Like, oh, Ryan just surprised. I'm looking for the creepy fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was looking for. But at the end of it, their whole I want I was gonna find it real quick and play it on here. She just goes, God is great. God is great. Oh, that sounds <laughs> terrifying. Oh, it yeah. is creepy. This is like nightmare fuel. It, oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it does. I thought I was going to have to like sleep with all the lights on in my house tonight. I fucking watched that shit. <laughs> so I couldn't find it again. I oh. forgot what her name was, and I tried typing crazy shit. Crazy clown. God is great. And I got a whole bunch of fucking music. <laughs> it well, just brings up every Christian band ever. Pretty much. <laughs> Creepy clown god music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like a ton of ICP videos. <laughs> they did show up. <laughs> I was looking at it and like, oh, there's ICP. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I, I just I just want to at least add in here that being gay isn't something that's bad you could hate in order to uh, shore up your perfection in the scenario you're posing. If you hate something that's bad, can you still be perfect? Yeah. Being gay, I don't think would qualify. Uh, you know, um, un unless you want to subscribe to divine command theory in which no matter what God says is good. Mm -hmm. But in that case, you'd have a lot of trouble being a perfect being. If that was the case, no matter what you said was immediately considered good to humans, morally good, you'd have a lot of trouble being a perfect being. Well, yeah, we played that quote from Sam so, Harris on Divine Command Theory. I right. Think, was it last right. week or and the that, week before? That's that's, that's what William Lake Craig sub subscribes to, and it, it, yeah. it's so easily to, easy to debunk. But, but in any case, I um, on the gay issue, you can't hate gay people and still be perfect. That's out of the question. Yeah. Hating something that's bad is all is, is is an entirely different question. But well, and I guess I, you know, bad is subjective. So, like, is there well, is there any objective 
bad. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I'm not convinced there is, but I mean, but but being gay certainly isn't that. I, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. But would God agree with that? Well, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't care, but if but obviously <laughs> he doesn't, which means he's imperfect. Yes. And we're all more moral than he is. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. Write it, write us and let us know. Yeah. Send us an email with your thoughts at what? godlessrevolution at gmail.com or post something God. or send us a message through Facebook at uh. Godless Revolution. We Facebook. Well, Matt, we Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we have people on the podcast who Facebook. I contribute, I swear. Dan, Dan Facebooks a lot when he's yeah. not busy with other shit. I no longer have internet at work, <clears throat> so... I had vodka and this fucking blueberry lemonade come out my nose a little bit. <laughs> so now sorry. it's and now it's Bernie. Now, now you're looking for the clown video, which I keep looking up there to see if I spot it. It's a woman. She's she wears like a clown outfit and she has like a rainbow thing painted on the wall behind her. She's fucking creepy. Really, yeah. really fucking creepy. You'll have to. You'll have to. Find yeah, I'll I'll somehow. I'll I'll do some more looks on the uh, uh the internet for it if I can't find it because my my Google skills are failing me at the moment for that. Someone had posted it in the Atheist of Utah thing like fucking five months ago, so trying to find it in there is going to be impossible. Oh, you can just do a you can do a search if you if you're at your PC. You yeah, can do a search. I posted like I commented on it. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I could probably find that in in some times here then. What? If I had some times. What else we got? <clears throat> Did we want to go to viewer emails or listener emails? We got we got one. I don't know if that's what Matt has. No, that's not what Matt has. That's not what I have. Do you want to go to it? Sure. Smooth transition. Smooth transition. Mastered transition. Chicka, 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 chicka transition. <clears throat> so we were delighted to get an email from uh, Mr. Josh Creek, who said he listens to the show and listened to last week's episode and was rolling on to this week's. I sent this six days ago, so almost a week ago. Uh, he said the last week's episode, a topic came up that he didn't think was intended to be brought up, but he thought maybe we would uh, – Consider doing a show on in the future, and I think this this was actually a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, Josh says, as far as I know, none of you are childcare professionals, but you sound like awesome dads with great, intelligent, and compassionate kids. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I think appreciate that. I think my kids are great, intelligent, and compassionate for sure. I agree. Um, uh, Josh says that I understand if you don't want to get too personal on the show, so perhaps there's a professional you can invite on the show like Dale McGowan, editor of Parenting Beyond Belief and Raising Freethinkers. Mm -hmm. There are several reasons I would like to hear something from your perspective uh, or, or your respective positions on this topic. Number one, I am also a parent and an atheist, so obviously I have a very selfish interest in the topic. Number two, the impact that leaving a faith can have on children is little discussed in our movement, which it really isn't. I mean, yeah, I mean, people yeah. don't really talk about how it impacts their kids, right? They talk about how it impacts Themselves. them or their or their family more yeah. broadly, but they don't talk about specifically how it has affected yeah. their kids. Yeah. Although Russell Glasser has touched on that 
well, more than he's gone into some depth uh, about parenting outside of religion and and so forth. But you could probably find some of that on Atheist Experience. But you may have to do some digging. We will try to have him on the show to talk about that at some point. Yeah, I'll see if I can get Russell on the show. It and I, I'm not I'm not incredibly familiar with his story. Did he was he religious and then left religion? No, he he is. Um, because, because, yeah, I was gonna say, as far as I know, he he was never religious. He right? is a he was... fourth generation atheist. Yeah, and his father was a physicist at Los Alamos with Richard Feynman. Nice. Um, his sister Russell's sister Karen still does practice some of the Jewish cultural traditions. Yeah, without a belief in the supernatural and so forth, but Russell does not. She spins a dreidel every now and then. Right. All right. Right. I call it a top. <laughs> uh, Josh's email continues, at least away from anything I've read or seen. Uh, please, if you have resources, and I've just been totally blind to them, I'd love to see them. Well, there's some. There are some, and we'll be happy to post them when we do a when we do a show about this. Yep. Uh, number three, as we are all in Utah, we have, I think, a unique understanding of the relationship between a non-believer and the faith of their family. I suspect mm. many of the stories that I have seen on the Facebook group in the past are probably common throughout the South as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. I mean, the, uh, yep. <clears throat> the Southern Baptists and and everybody through the Bible Belt, I'm sure, has to deal with mm. a lot of the ostracization, ostracizing from their family members. Um, and being cut off from from oh, the yeah. people that they care about. Well, and I think I think often it's easy to make the mistake that Mormons are something separate, which they are to a certain extent, but they're just a little less known. Yeah, but but don't make the mistake of thinking that they're any less fundamentalist. No, or fervent because because this is the ranked second most religious state in the country behind only Alabama. Oh yeah. Uh, yep, and uh so it's a he- it's it's more religious even than Mississippi, and that's and te- what people saying that their faith is very or is very important to them. Yeah, right, right. Um, and so there, there, you know, and this is a this is a religion that does believe in a six day creation. So there, there are some there are a lot of parallels there. Yeah, you're correct. Oh yeah. Uh, the email continues: stories of family members who ignore the wishes of an atheist parent and begin trying to indoctrinate, i.e., taking the kids to church, teaching Bible stories, begging for baptisms, mm. etc. Yeah, and I and I hear mm. and and see people post. You know, I hear people talk about that and and post about it on Facebook quite a bit. You know that. You know, I've I've allowed my kids to stay at the grandparents' home, and then the kids come home and we talk about what did you do at grandma and grandpa's, and it's, oh, we we read Bible stories, or we watched a video, or, you know, we watched, what is it, fucking Veggie Tales, and yeah. you know, yeah. another, you know, Christian claptrap. <laughs> That sounds like a that's, like a, that's an old person word again, isn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> a claptrap. Good old Civil War VD. It's a claptrap. <laughs> that's a trap. <laughs> uh, Josh says, "I can see you three putting out an awesome piece on this topic, and you may be able to help many of the families in the movement, especially in Utah, who are struggling to find their way through this tangled web of bullshit." Thank you all very much for what you do. I'm a fan, and I'm deeply appreciative, and just realized I've never given you a review on iTunes, which I'll soon remedy. Well, thank you <laughs> thank very you. much, Josh. Thank you very, very much, Josh. All of you should also head to iTunes if you're <laughs> if that's how you're listening to us, and give us give us a review. And the three of us will be fans of yours in return. Yes, absolutely. 
But uh, I do think it's, I think it's an awesome topic, and I think that would be something we will definitely be hitting here in the yeah. near future. Just, yeah, I agree. I, I think that's uh, very important. I just will... lining up a good guest to come on, or maybe I know there's a lot of people that post on ATS Utah quite often talking mm-hmm. about it, like, "Hey, I've had this issue. You know, how do I go about this?" So, and we know, could, you know, and it, and it could be something that we cover over a few different episodes. I mean, yeah, right. you know, we could look at it from from the point of, from the perspective of people who haven't been in religion and are raising are now raising kids mm-hmm. outside of religion. We can look at it from the perspective of people who have been in a religion and have left. While they have kids, yeah. um, and then we can also look at it from the point of view of of people who have left religion and. I've just lost my chain. Of well, I, was I, say, I think even if we can get a professional on it, actually deals with this dealing with families mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, well, well, you know, I was, I was thinking of uh, Russell who who hasn't really been religious, yeah. but but has had kids. Uh, Dan Errol has written a book. Uh, on on parenting mm-hmm. without without religion. I noticed today that he liked us on Twitter. Oh yeah, yes, nice. But I was also going to say too, like uh, pre pre podcast, we were talking about this topic a little bit, and I think we all 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 three of us offer unique perspectives. Uh, Ryan never I, I, having I grew up been, outside of religion, having mm-hmm. been rela- raised religious, so could could offer that one. And then you and I being raised religious, you have adult children. Um, I have a fourteen year old now. Um, so with, with a very religious mother mm-hmm. who I'm not, who I'm not with anymore. So he, he kind of swaps time. So there could be three different interesting perspectives there. Yeah. I think that, I think it's a great suggestion, Josh. Thank you very much for sending that in. Um, Agreed. yeah, I, I think we'll be happy to cover that if not on just one show through, through a few different ones at least in part and have different segments of the shows talking about that because I think it really is an important topic. You know, I mean, sure. people have kids. People are kids. People have other friends who have kids and, and have questions about this kind of thing. So, And like I said, it's something that I do see quite a bit in the, in the atheist groups. Mm-hmm. Just to throw out a teaser, I would say that immediately my first thought goes right to when you have religious extended family or in-laws – the idea is, well, what does it matter then? If if you don't believe it, who cares? Why not just do it? Yeah, and that's the why one not thing. just let them take them to church? Why not just let them teach? Why not just Jesus? do the blessing anyway? Yeah, that's the kind of thing that I would really want to hit on because well, because I think that's probably the the main focus for for me at this point. The one religious person in my family has used that. My aunt saying to me, "Well, what 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 harm does it do just to believe then?" Right. Well, Pascal's wager. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what she always says. Well, it doesn't harm you to, to I, just believe. Why I think, not just let them take your kids to to church, and why not just let know. them read Bible stories to them, and why not just let them bless your child, and why not just have them baptized? And right, yeah, that that, well, that why, don't, why, why don't we just still throw people in volcanoes, and why don't we just still sacrifice <laughs> people to gods we don't believe in? Why don't we do all that? I mean, if you, I mean, if you just want to believe, just, well, but just if, sacrifice people. But why if, not just, come on. Why not just let no them harm. mutilate their genitals? Yeah, what does it hurt? Yeah, yeah that 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 could that could make me get a little ranty because I've had relatives pull that bullshit with me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know, why not just teach them about this? And you know, your kids aren't going to be able to grow up and be good human beings and and decent people unless they know about God. And it's like it's like to teach the controversy. They? There is no fucking controversy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's sorry, no, everybody. <laughs> yeah. There's no controversy here. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> about that. There was no Noah's Ark or Big Boat. <laughs> that's that's the one word I cannot do 
non-Wisconsin. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. Yeah, that's the number one. Well, yes. <laughs> well, there's other, like, people say roof or roof. That one's a normal one, a pop or soda, or... What do you say? <laughs> uh, for... For a pop or a soda. I say soda. Yeah. What's I, the... I say soda, too, Isn't it down south it's a pop? Yeah. And yeah. west? And or, west? like, hey, get me a Coke. Yeah. I'm like, no, That's I want a Coke is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've had I've had relatives mention those kinds of things to me like like I said, you know, why why wouldn't you just teach them about God or why mm-hmm. wouldn't you let them go to church or why wouldn't you let whoever baptize them or bless them or do whatever? Why not just lie to them? Why wouldn't I let a relative shake chicken blood over him to ward yeah. off evil spirits? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I think a, I think of maybe a little bit of a softer approach, which I will probably get into more as I develop these ideas over the coming weeks. Here, you but. and a softer approach. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> yeah, you don't do soft. Uh, well, we're talking about children here, right? Sure. Um, an I have show. absolutely no respect for adults with stupid ideas, but I, I I think this could just easily be turned around because because it's a it's 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 ultimately it's a shifting of the burden of proof, right? Why wouldn't it be? Why why wouldn't you? Right? Well, you can just say, well, why would you? And then make them give the answers. Well, why why would you? Well, because then they have the opportunity to blah 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 blah, and you say, well. Okay. Yeah. As soon as you can demonstrate that this activity is going to do that, I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to oblige. And why wouldn't I allow them to make that decision themselves when they're an adult? Fair enough. Yeah. Either one of those answers, I think, would be good. But but there, there's a sales tactic here in turning that around, yeah. right? Because they're putting the pressure on you to to be the one to respond. Well, why wouldn't you? And then you've got to come up with all these answers that are easily easily over. You just well. I don't know because it doesn't seem. Yeah, but what harm is it going to? You know, and they just barrage you with all these. When you don't even have to get into that part of the nope. argument with them, you just yeah, we I mean, just say well, what, around what, say, well, why? What reason I? is yeah. there? Yeah. I mean, why? Why would you want to? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. But we'll get into more of that. But yeah, thank you very much for the email, Josh. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you much. And anybody else? As I've mentioned a couple times already, send us email to godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Well, we may need to do it more often because people aren't doing it the way they should. <laughs> <laughs> we do get, we do get comments on out on our yeah, yeah, Facebook yeah. when I when I post out there and everything. Yeah. But yeah, send us email with show ideas and anything else you'd like us to talk about. I, I did notice that there's a new podcast out there called Godless Revolution. I have seen that. Yeah, I did too. That's Josiah Mannion's show. Well, uh, fuck them. They trying to, are they trying to copy us? <laughs> hey, I there's no piggybacking in this. I movement. don't think he tried to copy us. I think he, he just didn't. I know. think he didn't know that we had a show out there named Godless Revolution. Who would? Josiah is a really good dude. He's he he's the photographer at the American Atheist Conventions. Ah, okay. And yeah, roams around with his camera, taking awesome photos of the, the awesome people and the awesome events going on there. Hell yeah! Yeah, I haven't. I, I feel a little guilty. I haven't actually listened to his show, but I, I I just noticed it being posted out on some sites saying, "Hey, listen to our new show, Guys Our Revolution." I was like, "Wait, wait a minute! That sounds a lot like our show. That's one if, letter different from our if, show. If someone mistypes our show, they get his show, and it's proper <laughs> English. Right? It's a real word, <laughs> two real words. <laughs> but the one good thing is, is if you type in revolution on Google, uh-huh. you get us. Yeah. Oh yeah, because no one else uses the word. Yeah, nice." <laughs> Well done. Well done. <laughs> who, who came up with the name? 
Uh, that was it was a combo. My my original idea for the show was to call it Godless and Zion. Mm-hmm. Then you came back with something with Revolution, and it was like, oh, it's called Godless Revolution. Yeah, Atheist Revolution, I think yeah. it was, or something, and we just end up combining the two into Godless Revolution. Nice. It's a Godless Revolution. So very well done, both of you. Oh. We don't worry. We did it like literally. Two days before the first show, I think. Yeah, and we, we had never met. No, even even at that point. For those that don't know the history behind this podcast, literally, it all got done in two weeks. Yeah, uh, right after the atheist American Atheist Convention, in, including meeting who was gonna who were going to be the hosts uh, and producers and contributors to yeah. this show. I was all like, I got a soundboard and some mics. Right, and you're like, and we both had show cool. ideas, and let's see if Dan wants to be our first guest. All right, <laughs> cool, yay! Dan right. wants to be our first guest. When are we do this, you want to do it Wednesday? Okay. <laughs> came up we with a, do it? Came up with a yeah. quick Photoshop logo and and uh, a couple of couple of design ideas, real quick, and. and Fifty-four episodes later, we're still here. Yeah, we sh- we showed up at Dan's house. Ryan and I met. We sat down, had an interview, and then. Said you want to keep Asked doing him to this, keep Dan? doing it. <laughs> and the rest, as they say, is history. It's history. Well, it's all you can. You can go back to all. Don't go all back. the episodes. Don't go back. Oh, <laughs> some of our earlier episodes are. We're still finding our voice. They're they were fun. I love yeah. doing oh, yeah. all. It's always fun. But yeah, the audio on some of them is yeah. Is a little rough. We were learning. Then I got a new soundboard, and then I had to relearn a new soundboard. Then we had guests who didn't know how to use microphones, yeah. and we didn't the we didn't to think to yeah. we didn't have a great studio involved. Yeah. And yeah. All that. yeah, we had people that like to talk a lot like this. Just keep sitting back further and further from the microphone <laughs> without without making yeah. their voice louder, like Ryan was. Yeah, doing. yeah. I was trying to yell yeah. so I could I can I can see the the sound bars going up. I'm like, I know and I we can. didn't really have the presence of mind or or. To listen know. to ourselves or, as we or, talk. Or chutzpah to say, get closer to the microphone, you fucking fucktard. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I think I tried it at first, but then I kind of lost patience. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, they're not going to fucking listen to me. They're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think our sound quality is really good. I have a hard time listening to a lot of the podcasts that are just, you know, just on Skype or just on Google yeah. Hangouts. Yeah, if or it's just that, I don't, I don't, I don't do that Hangouts podcast stuff. I'd they they can be done right though. They're I've, I've heard I've heard some people do them do them do them well. Yeah, uh, I think the big thing is like I said earlier, you got to have a preamp to run your audio through. Yeah, if you have a good preamp and it's got good audio boost in it and then go into your computer don't just go straight to your computer someone should tell Aaron. I'm I'm kind yeah. of an audio <laughs> snob like if it sounds like shit I'm not going to listen to your show it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter how compelling the the content or how great your guests or mm-hmm. or how wonderful the topics if it sounds like shit it's painful for me yeah. to listen to and I'm not going to do that's it that's the way I am with film too with indie films or any or when I want to do a yeah. project as long as the audio like my first concern is how can I make the audio good? And then I go, okay, how am I going to get the lighting right? Okay, then how am I going to get my camera angles right? Because if I don't have good audio, 
it's gonna be complete shit. You can have the best fucking camera on earth. Yeah. If it sounds like shit, it's gonna fucking you ain't gonna wanna watch it. And Matt's gonna do that. He's just gonna fucking snore. He's gonna fucking go Hey, it's me out that meow is gonna snore. <laughs> I wanna photoshop your face onto a cat, but you don't have Facebook for me to steal a whole shit little photo <laughs> That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I'll do that myself. You should oh, you should change your idea. Facebook account too. Which one? Instead of being Matt and Ryan. Oh, yeah. Because Ryan has an account. Mm-hmm. And we have a Godless Revolution account now. Yeah, I yeah. just don't care enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll change it. I'll change it. I mean, week. it sounds like we're partners. And? Well, I just, you know, if we agree when we're going to tell our parents. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Pride Weekend is coming up and might be an opportunity. <laughs> you can't be perfect and hateful. Uh, we didn't, we didn't finish up on the billboard story. Uh, oh, go for it. Eventually, a San Diego, if, if anybody can remember, like 10, <laughs> 10 15 minutes back. Uh, uh, so anyway, we're saying that Yesco and Reagan Outdoor Advertising both refused to sell space to restore our humanity and Facebook God for its message. Eventually, a San Diego billboard broker was able to find some independent Utah dealers to run the ads. Uh, this campaign is funded and produced by the Facebook character or Facebook created character Jehovah God, early said, who can be found at http colon forward slash forward slash for those who don't know how to internet, <laughs> oh, man. the good lord above dot com. Quote, God has also started a new fundraising campaign, the release said. Quote, to launch God Loves Gays billboards all over the USA and the world. End quote. Lawrence, who has communicated with this person only through email, added, God is a, quote, a lot of fun. End quote. And yeah, I, so I talked to Mark about this last night, and he's like, "He's a really, really nice guy." <laughs> Dude, I, I God love, is a really nice guy. I love when <laughs> when a when a, a religious person goes on to the, the God Facebook site and like posts something, and God comes on and like answers the question in the most fucking hitch slapped perfect way. <laughs> Where they just post questions to God? Well, yeah, but it's like someone or someone mocking him. Yeah. And be like, thou shalt not mock God. <laughs> Is this God a theist? No. No. Okay. You gotta go go on go go on the Facebook and look up God on there. This God. That picture you saw, that's his profile picture. Yeah. Look him up and just read some of the stuff on there. It's 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 good. Hmm. He's a very good knight. He, a very good guy. He's a very yeah, good knight. I bet that came from drinking good things. <laughs> and it's vodka. Yeah, now I'm, I've moved from the rum to the vodka. Oh, the worst vodka ever. I can't believe Rick fucking Santorum is running for president again. Yeah, and apparently the Pope is not credible on climate change. And Rick Santorum says this as a devout Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his sweater vest are the most Catholic like, things in the country. Super devout Catholic saying that the Pope is wrong. But if, if, if I would he, love, he's the, yeah. more fundamentalist than the fucking Pope. You know what would be awesome would be for the Pope to come and like him, him and Rick Santorum to have a little dialogue one on one, and just to see what you know how the Pope would address Rick Santorum's yeah. concerns about the Pope being wrong. The I thing, would want the Pope not that to, I think that the Pope is right about very much of anything, but no, I just but, think that would be an, a very entertaining exchange. I just want to see Rick Santorum get Pope slapped. The thing, the thing is. And and I almost hate to say it this way, but I think that Rick Santorum is a better Catholic 
why as far as being more more in, true more, yeah. to the doctrine more true to more, the doctrine yes. more more yeah, in line yeah. with the actual the, teachings the, of the faith the pope is a guy who's going to tell you he's more he's more um he's more savvy i guess with pr Obviously, everyone knows that PR Pope. Yeah, the PR yeah. Pope, Pope Fluffy, being written all by yeah. Joey Lee Kirkman, will be released very soon. And there's right. a GoFundMe campaign going on right now for the book. Yes, there is. And and and, and I think the po- I think the Pope's I think the Pope's better at that kind of thing. And Santorum is so devout that he's like, no, fuck that. I'm not even gonna say what I know. What, if he even knows, I'm not gonna say what they want to hear. I'm gonna say what it is. Well, you know but, what's you know what's very telling about Rick Santorum is that he will say that the Pope is wrong because the Pope can't allow me to hate people as much as I want, or to right. be as stupid or as ignorant as I want to be. So therefore, the Pope is wrong. But I thought, like, uh, I'm all about believing whatever the fuck I want to believe anyway, but I'll still call myself a Catholic while maintaining that the Pope is wrong on these things. The Pope is the fucking pontiff. Yeah, he's, the he's the vicar of Christ. He's, yeah. he's Jesus's representative here on earth. Yeah. And Rick fucking Santorum is saying that, that the Pope is wrong. Yeah, but that's the exact kind of I would love to see the Pope fucking excommunicate Rick Santorum. How fucking <laughs> awesome would that yeah, be? Yeah, no way. Huh? See, I thought the Pope had a bat signal with Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, Un- unless unless Rick Santorum had been raped without a condom, he's not going to be excommunicated. Mm, I wanted. I just so when I said I can't believe Rick Santorum is running again, I was I I had this like quick mental <laughs> image of it running down someone's leg. Right? <laughs> okay, you've got some did, Santorum did, did, on you. Did that occur to you again when I said that? Or? Yes, it did. That's why. Uh, yeah. When you said the condom, I'm like, well, you got to catch it, right? But I mean, but him expressing his views is not going to get him excommunicated. He's a white man who's got some power in the United States. He's totally fine. I mean, in fact, he's fine to murder and rape anybody who wants and not get excommunicated. The, Rick the, Santorum could murder and rape anybody who wanted to not be excommunicated? Sure. The rape victims he that he impregnates, if they have an abortion, will be excommunicated, but he'd be fine. Uh, yeah, I guess we've seen that. Yeah, we have seen Evidence that. in the past, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rick Santorum is not going to be excommunicated for simply disagreeing with the Pope and being more biblical on a certain issue. There's uh, no way. Yeah, there I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, you can. Uh, you should definitely go and check out uh, GoFundMe.com slash PRPope uh, to learn more about Joy Lee Kirkman's upcoming book uh, titled PR Pope. And yes. you can go out and pre-order it and be a supporter of it. I plan on doing so tomorrow or perhaps later this evening. And he says he wants to get on podcast to talk about it and promote it, so... We can have him back to talk more about it. Back. I, w- I would even go as far as to say that if Mr. Joey Lee Kirkman has a promo already recorded for something like that, we'd be willing to play it on the show. Certainly. Sure. If you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Joey's a very nice guy. Man. Send us a drop. He's a good dude. But we are we are approaching that time tonight. Unlike last week, we are. Are we approaching that time? Should we finish with the Hannity thing? Oh uh, yeah, we can do that real quick. We're we're right at two hours right now. Oh, are we? But should we save the Hannity? Well, yeah, we might get a little ranty. Uh, yeah, let's save the Hannity. We'll go into, we'll go to three hours with Hannity. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you want to close out on? Uh, the only song we got loaded right there is is that one. I mean that. 
describes no I was gonna say that describes Republicans but some some of them aren't very tough <laughs> do it they need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps yeah sandal straps follow in the footsteps of Jesus but uh once again just remember you can find us at Revolution <laughs> at gmail.com find us on Facebook and the Twitters Yes, you can find us on Twitter at TGR Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Godless Revolution. Send us an email at godless, godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Where, where's the audio? You know what? I muted it. What? Because fuck me, right? I'm a <laughs> dumbass. Because of the autoplay bullshit. I didn't want fucking, to fucking, fucking autoplay. Have it pop up again. Sorry, we're not we're not quite there yet with the duns section. I'm, I'm trying to fix the situation at the moment. <laughs> Here we go. Good thing I didn't mute us yet. That would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been really, really weird. Yeah, yeah less uh, weird. Less weird. Would it have been less weird? No, I, don't I don't know. know. That still would have been weird. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> All right. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. When you get knocked down, you got to get back up. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I lit my brain with rot gut whiskey Till my pain was chicken fried And I had dudes with badges frisk me Teach me how to swallow pride I took advice no fool would take I got some habits I can't shake I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. When you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. That's the way it is in life and love. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. Up and down and down and out I've been left and right and wrong Well, I walk the walk and I run my mouth Been on that short end for too long But if they gave medals for honky-tonk wars Well, I'd keep mine in my chest of drawers with my R.S. bills and divorce papers and all that stuff. Help you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. When you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. I ain't the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. 
If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. 